All right, welcome to the very first. That was a great. I hit the post so good on that. That is the way to start out. All right, the <laughs> the very first, obviously the very first podcast from the Eastern Shore podcast here in Princess Anne, Maryland, uh, which is the I guess the temporary headquarters here. For uh, Dave, Kyle, and Steve. We're going to jump a little bit. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. We might even cross state lines, make hey, this thing hey, a hey. federal case. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. So we all three got together. We have brand new equipment here. We have a Rodecaster Pro. It's got all kinds of lights and buttons and knobs do and doohickeys. and gizmos. It is way beyond my capability. That and intro was... It was rough. It was spectacular. <laughs> but we're going to tighten it up. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank Steve's you. Steve's playing with Steve's everything. pushing the buttons. Sorry, <laughs> so the buttons. we oh, all three decided to get together and do this podcast because we thought like we had something to add to the podcast scene, as deluded as that may be, that we may think that people want to listen to us, especially you, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Look at him! Look at him! I can talk. I can talk. That is a beer cracking in the background. It's going to happen. This is going to be uh, at times a slightly uh, adult podcast i would think indeed mm-hmm. yeah indeed. Mm-hmm. So. I, we, we don't know how to be that <laughs> i mean two-thirds of us are parents but that doesn't mean anything yeah just... and i'm just somebody's daddy it didn't take long so what we want to do is get together dirt road baby we felt like there was a a spot here to talk about things in a podcast that wasn't being addressed here on the eastern shore of maryland Delaware, Virginia, you know, Chesapeake Bay, Tangier Sound, uh, Oceanside, stuff like that. And there are a lot of characters beyond us. I know that's hard to believe, but a lot of characters that need their story told and we want to we want to talk to them. So but tonight it's just the three of us. And this is all brand new equipment. We are literally, we just got this stuff, what, a day ago? And, and and we, we played truck, for, <laughs> for like, what, 30 minutes? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe 30 minutes? Yeah. yeah. I think we got three minutes of usable foot uh, <laughs> recording out of it, but, you know. So we we're are, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to kind of introduce you guys to us. For those of you that don't know us, um, for all 10 people that are going to listen to this. Hey, yeah. all you 10 people. How about you guys are the nicest people on earth? Tens, Tens, <laughs> Tens of people. Tens of people. That's true. So my name is Dave Hooker. Uh, I live in Princess Anne, Maryland. I moved to Princess Anne from Salisbury, uh, what, a couple months ago. Uh, live right around the corner from Steve here. And, hey. uh, hey. and uh, <laughs> I have a couple of businesses here locally. One is a family business. One is a business of my wife's and mine, uh, all dealing with construction and homes and residential stuff and restoration and all that. Beyond that, uh, my hobbies are hunting, fishing. Um, long walks on the beach. Long walks on the <laughs> beach. Um, yeah. Uh, reading the notebook over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I thought you wanted to read uh, Knights in Rodanthe. That's what they like That book is about me. Why would I read it? <laughs> well, they, uh, no. Richard, Richard, Gere did, Richard Gere did play you in a movie. He so, did. He did play it. me in a movie. The resemblance is striking. So anyway, uh, yeah, hunting, fishing, uh, working around the house, yeah, repairing stuff, uh, exercising when I have to, drinking when I can. So we are looking at a brand new Peloton. We are looking. It's got yes, I've used that Peloton three times in the last two days. There's vodka in that water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) How does it come with two water bottles? Well, Well, one's for me and one's for my wife. I love that. And her special shoes. 
What? That. Yeah, they're special shoes. Oh, they lock in. Yep. Yep. And then oh. and then you you know you pick your favorite. Uh, this is how you know you're rich. That's is, right. Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Special shoes for your bike. You do have special on. shoes for your bike. <laughs> they were my running shoes. <laughs> you don't want to walk on that floor with those shoes. You will bust your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the marble marble floor. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it real nice. So mm. we all three have boats. We all three do a lot of fishing. Uh, so we all decided we were going to kind of, again, for those of y'all that don't know us, run through everything we like to do. So we will uh, proclaim our stances on things here and then from there. And argue a lot. Yes. Continue to tear each other down over and over <laughs> <laughs> over the stances that we're getting ready to proclaim here. Thin skin is not welcome here. No. So no. I'm I'm the idiot with the old boat. I've got a 1975 Seacraft that is a constant project. Um <laughs> new motor new transom new something all the time um suzuki outboard which i i do love that was a new addition i had an old mercury four stroke that had to convince people that wasn't actual four stroke it was terrible and uh hummingbird i added that that was good minkota trolling motor minkota altera we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that yes yes so i I do i do love the boat dearly but it is she's a, a pretty girl it is a project so uh, the other thing we were going to talk about is favorite rod and reel. I honestly am a free agent with the rods. I, every single uh, custom rod I've ever owned, I've broken. I have broken it or in some, short or order. Somebody has broken it for yes. you. Yes. So I, I, if I had to, if I had to lean towards one, I would say Saint Croix. Uh, I, I am solid, solid company. Yeah, I'm infamously uh, frugal. Let's Wa- say the warranty is no joke. Yep, so I, I'll do the Mojo Bass or the Mojo Inshore. Um, I believe it's called Moho. 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 El Moho. Um, and uh, Spin and Reel, I'm a Shimano guy. I'm a Shimano guy all yeah. the way across think, the board. I think we can all agree on that. Yep. Um, anything, I, I usually, tip, typically I'm, I'm mid-range with with charter clients. Um, we catch a lot of rays. We burn them out pretty good. But, I mean, they're just really beautiful machines i mean mm-hmm. you, you get you get some other brands in there and <clears throat> you're lucky to get a few season at them and then it sounds like you're just rolling around with a bag of sand in there. Yeah. and then you throw a stratic or whatever else on there and it's just it's, a service it's just every a year nice, it's a nice it's product. A service every year is all this yeah. Yeah. yeah so ultra ultra light spinning reel i'm going with the ci4 so that's my what two what well, i should say ultra ultra light. it's a 2000 or 2500 or whatever mm. and then the next step up i've got the the fl that's the next one over the fk right it's the last one i just got mm-hmm. so yeah that's also for guy yeah my wife and i both got those this year and in the 3000 series and then i've got the corrado 150 dc I thought it was Volkswagen Corrado. Yeah. Oh, it's Sirocco. Sirocco. Which we need to talk about it because you... With the Volkswagen heck? I yeah. love Late, Later I, date, later date. But uh-huh. I'm the one that told you about this DC Corrado. It's Ooh. beautiful. And you that's, that's were like, oh, this microchip in this in this reel is it salt is. water and... It's been great. <laughs> it's it's been that. a great, it's been a great a, reel. I love it. We have an expletive uh, uh, moniker on it, so everybody rolling around them minivans with the babies in the back. I actually had you don't to, want to listen to that one. You might want to listen to it on the way of the work. Yes. I? I actually had to drop down the line so I could get more line on the reel because that thing is so efficient. At Dude, casting. it's crazy. Yeah. And you can throw, like, and, and what, what people don't understand about that reel is you can throw a sixteenth of an ounce, mm-hmm. even a thirty second, and, and turn it and, down, and turn and to throw it just as far as you can. Yeah. How, about a, the noise. how about a sixty fourth of an ounce? Can you throw that? One Do you throw that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know. throw that, Steve? No, I can't. Throw that. 
<laughs> the, just the noise it makes when you cast it. Is, and it's it sounds like a a uh, transformer. It, does. I mean, it really does. It's crazy. I, I've it seen does. it personally where he's tossed it into the wind, and it's. I mean, if you throw a normal thing, I usually run for my personal stuff, Trank stuff, because it's pretty bulletproof, and yeah. I, I'm a guy that needs that. It's where, hardcore. Like, it, dropping it, it out of the truck or whatever, but the DC is a really sweet machine. I mean, it just. It sings. You know, you yeah. throw you go throw it out in a twenty mile an hour headwind and it's it's sending it. So mm-hmm. if you haven't noticed with this podcast so far, that Sponsor it's gonna go I'm from like hoping. the hooker talking about himself to Well, we're it's my about turn DC. right whoa, now. Whoa, I know, but we're, talk, we're, we're, we're already we're already Kyle, we will pick on you too, man. What's your word, baby? So yeah, so that's favorite rod, favorite reel. I, I am if somebody wants to change my mind on the Saint Croix thing, I'll take a free rod, change my mind. Favorite fish, uh man. Inshore, Bayside, I gotta say. <laughs> what are you looking at me like that? What's, what, what's your favorite fish inshore? Inshore has got, I mean, if I gotta pick one, it's gotta be Cobia. Was it? It's was gotta it be Cobia. It's followed That's, very shortly by Puppy Drum. The Bull Drum would be third. Right. Right? I'm with you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, so Cobia is undeniable, man. They're delicious. They're big. They fight hard. Yeah. You know, they're sight casting. You don't have to get up early. What more do you want? This is a this is a drunkard's fishery. You don't have to be out there till ten in the morning. That's <laughs> true. And you're done by three. You know. I mean, it's over. And they're they're awesome. So, favorite way to fish, um, I would say anything that doesn't involve a popping cork. I do. Ooh, I, shots fired! Baby. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be good. He's already fluffing his jacket out. Yeah, He's ready to go, I like man. I like side casting the cobia. I like uh, catching the pups in shallow water. I I honestly I have a guilty pleasure for uh, chumming up spadefish. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Never done fun. it. I never have done it. I can't. I can't even argue there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The bull reds are a lot of fun too. If you can if you can sight cast to them, um, I'm I'm coming back around to the bait fishing. I really want to try the uh, the live chumming thing. I think it's what uh, Chris Newsom on the other side yeah, of the bait. Yeah. Captain oh, Chris yeah. Newsom. Yeah. 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 yeah, I want to try that. Uh, he's he's been talking about that probably much to his detriment. But for for those that don't know, I mean, live chumming meaning like um, going after casting pe- a, a a live well full of bunker. Yeah, peanut bunker up and in creeks and stuff, and then basically it, it works really well for fly anglers as well. Um, mm. You just grab oh, yeah. a, grab there a mess of them. <laughs> Success. Um, grab a mess of them and just kind of throw them out there, almost like chum balls for you. All you fly, and I read a, I read guys. an article on that dude and. Um, he said that he can tell the species just by the way it the way it, the they're attached to yeah. the bait that he's letting yeah. go. And, and Somebody had him on a podcast not long ago to actually talking about it that. Was, it was Eastern, Eastern Current, Current. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was Eastern Current. Yeah. yeah, shout out, shout out. Well, I guess I guess we figure we'll go around the table here and, and introduce ourselves. I'm Captain Steve Mason with Beach to Big Guide Service. You may have seen us on the uh, social oh, media, Graham Instagrams, and all that nonsense. Um, Run a 21 foot Parker. It's a 23 foot length over all boat. God, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, it's give me a my two feet. Foot I, <laughs> okay, well, hey, it's the biggest boat out of both y'all. So it is. Hey, it is. Just, it is. Just, hey, hey. Excuse me. Just, I, just, yeah. just cram it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, she's an old girl. She's got two stroke on it. Anybody that rode with us before is familiar with it. But it runs like it's called a cat. So we we keep her up and running. Plus the wife says it's cool. So whatever. Um, <laughs> If we're going off rod and reel, um, you know, shout out to uh, Ron Buffington, JLS. I mean, it's he makes a phenomenal product. Uh, Jamie Lynn keeps keeps them straight. 
And and I'll tell you what, he just he just wants you to be happy. That's all. He doesn't care about all the nonsense and the frills with it. Did you see her doing the wine drag races on Instagram? Dude, Jamie Lynn, I'll tell you what. Oh, happy birthday, Jesus. man. Jesus. That, is, that was interesting. Yeah, it was cool. All our wives were like, we're going to do that too. I'm like, you'll spill on my floor. Stop it. <laughs> on my fresh marble floors, girl. Excuse, me, excuse, excuse me, our floors. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we run uh, uh, charters basically from the... Uh, Bay Bridge to the Bay Bridge Tunnel and a little beyond. Um, we've had a lot of fun. Anybody that listens that know us, we you know we just keep it light on the boat. We just have a good time. Um, we, my favorite fish. If we're gonna do that, we don't really have a list of looking, but there's no, there's fave fish there. I see. Mm-hmm. I was gonna go with Dave's pick, but um, I hate to do it, but I think the bread and butter fish. M- me personally, it, it's different, but I think for clients, my favorite fish to pursue. It's going to be striped bass. Uh, they're so versatile. I mean, just seeing faces and little kids that catch their first fish in the marsh like we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, super shallow water. They're breaking the surface. They're willing <laughs> to take anything you can throw at them. Uh, that, that's kind of the political answer, I guess. I mean, I, I, I think we all love going after Kobe. They're just a crazy animal. But, I mean, you know, the rockfish keep our lights on. That's what's important, not to make it too conservation-minded. But it's important to keep them around. And it keeps people interested and in getting more people active in this sport and this effectively in lifestyle for all of us. I mean, we've gone a considerable amount of debt to do this and, like, be good at it. So I think it's something to consider. Um, favorite way to fish, if I had to pick it, honestly, would be topwater. I mean, there is no way, shape, or form that's better than that. <coughs> and you can do all the species that kind of swim around, with few exceptions, on A few water. exceptions. And no. we'll, get, we'll get into that. Shut up. We'll get into that. There are no exceptions. You can tell that man to shut up in his own house. Right? <laughs> real nice. And other than the walks on the beach with Dave. I mean, yeah, I mean, not, not together, but like Dave. I've slayed your myth on the speckled trout. Just we'll, we'll get into that, baby. But anyway, I don't want to take too much time, but we're all here. We're having a good time, man. It's a really good time. I'm excited to start this with these boys. We, we have a lot of fun. Um, we pick on each other mercifully. Um, a lot, a lot. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's stomping on the floor. I see him. He's pacing. He's dragging a rug in this new rug, man. Dragging a hole in this new rug. We'll pass over to uh, uh, Kilowatts over here. We got some nicknames. Nobody liked it, but I'm going to bring it up. Oh, God. All right, so Kyle <laughs> Whaley. Um, I run a 19 Maycraft. A uh, little yummy on the back. You sure it ain't 21 feet? <laughs> no, it might be in your measurements, but 19. Uh, go big or go home, baby. Um, Basically, my fishery is less than 10 feet. Um, these guys, these two do the cobia stuff and the red, the red drum in deep water summer. I'm strictly almost all the time five feet. Or, I mean, just up in that area. Um, favorite fish, speckled trout. <laughs> Hands down, nothing less. Um, I fish for those and catch everything else as by, pretty much. Well, they're, uh, they're pretty fish, man. They swim, swim by and just, I mean... It's a, it's a beautiful fish. And, I'm, and, I'm with you. And, and, you when I, and truthfully, if you want me to be honest with you, when I, when I was growing up, my dad always gave me hell because my favorite fish was rockfish. And mm-hmm. he always told me, he's like, why do you want to catch that? Because you can catch it. And I understand as a god ways, like, you know, it's, it's good fish, nice fish. You can catch them or whatever else. Dad's like, well, you know, you're, you're blah, blah, blah. Well, when I got older, I understood where he's, where he's coming from because it's like, it's it's almost, you had to go through a rough season, like a kill, a fish mm-hmm. kill season to understand to appreciate and, and, and appreciate that fish. And uh, so speckled trout, hands down, I fish for a lot of fish, but it's always going to be speckled trout first. Uh, rods, I agree with Steve. Um, JLS, 
I, I, I've Those always had. So I know, they're so there. loud. I think it's important to, to to point out too. We're not compensated in any way by any particular brand. No, 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 no. But this, but is, this is all so personal choice. To get to designed. get to where I was going with it was so before the <laughs> the women the women rudely interrupted. Hey, um, I got my first JLS ride and uh, took it out and literally we picked it up from. Um, What's the place on Ken Island that he takes his oh, to? Oh, uh, Short, Short Tackle? Island Tackle? Short. Island Tackle. Is it Island Tackle? I know, that's where Billy, isn't that Billy O'Brien? That's where he's at, right? It's yeah. Island Tackle, it is, it is. Where, and, and then, what's Billy's? Shore tackle. Shore tackle. No, it's island tackle. Shore, it, it, shore tackle's right for people that know that it's right in front of Fisherman's <laughs> Inn. Man, uh, that is yes, yes. Lot. And then whatever monstrosity they're about to build. It was island. So too. literally, I picked up this rod. Yeah, island tackles by these uh, Safeway. And in all these Maryland. By the I'm, I'm from Delaware. I'm from Seaford, by the way. I uh, fished Delaware Bay and Everwalt. So I fished Delaware Bay my entire life. I'm sorry. My entire life across New Jersey and then Chesapeake Bay. So. Uh, picked up this rod and I was like, well, you know, everyone's been talking about JLS and might as well buy one. So I picked up this rod. I bought my permit because this Maryland docks require a permit for everywhere you go. Um, put off in Kent Island. And I think the second or third fish I caught that day, and it was in uh, Eastern Bay, I text Ron and I was like, look, um, we got a problem. And I swear to you in 30 seconds, my phone rang. What's wrong? What, what do I need to fix? Like, I mean, like, and I was like, dude, I need to order three more. And he, he's just, customer service wise, anything you need, that company is phenomenal. If I had to pick a production rod, mm. St. Croix. Mm-hmm. Hands down on St. Croix. I agree. Um, real, I'm going Shimano. Stratic is always done me good. And like I said, every year, I'm not replacing reels, I'm just servicing and I'm good to go. I've had yeah. reels for six, seven years and they've never had a hiccup. I don't um, think I ever said favorite reel, but I mean, we run the FLs now because that's, yes, that's the running the, line, kind of mid, midline with the Shimano stuff. I think with the FK, they had the um, the roller bearing issues, and yeah. I think they fixed it with the FL because yeah. it's 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 well, phenomenal. The CI four gets them too. Yeah. If you if you like, when I caught that bull red right. in in the unmentionable place, that's right. In uh, very shallow water, I caught that thing. One of those on a twenty five hundred series CI four. Yes, yes, he did. That fish put a click in that reel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, it was a <laughs> it was a, it a was very a, large fish on was, a very yeah. small reel. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So, and that's a roller bearing, I think, is what. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's all it is, and it's a simple fix. Mm-hmm. And once you get it fixed, I think it's done. Like that's right. it. I mean, it's just that one. They had that one issue in that in that reel. I had I had one. I run four rods for my charter setup, basically with more back home, just like as a backup, but. We, we stripped a pinion gear and a main gear out of one, but I mean, it, it, it was the oldest in the fleet and it was abused. Yeah. I mean, you know, my clients are great and all, but you know, and, and then again, like I'm probably overkill with most of it, but with the Kobe stuff, I'm running the Saragossa stuff because it's just, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. laser smooth. It's, it's really good. Yeah, I've still got an old Calcutta 200B rolling around out there, mm. a little gold round reel. Oh, Miss Sheldon Dennis is keeping her up and running. No, see, <laughs> I, do yeah. have, I do have quite a few BGs. Yeah, and and I, I talked yeah. to you about this back in the day. The BGs are really good an option. I like them. I like them. Seventies or vinyls, classic. Man. Yes, but <laughs> the newer the ones. They have the they have the drag uh, of the Shimano's. I don't know I how they ODB. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah. Like but the that. older ones that they didn't have, <laughs> I like it's work. They're anti reverse. <laughs> I, I my dad used to yell at me so much for the older BGs because right. the anti reverse was <laughs> subpar of. Trash and, well, and like yeah. it, when you I, set the hook and you didn't have your hand on the reel, it would slam back into yeah. and it would. Mm-hmm. It, 
Because it wasn't was, immediate anti. No, no, it was yeah. it wasn't infinite. It was a uh, it was I don't know quarter turn or whatever else. And when right. you, if you didn't have a hold of that reel and you and you set the hook, holy hell, it would destroy that reel. So I, uh, I didn't mean to derail you. I was just no, you're good. You're good. I you're forgot good. to do the it, we, part. This, this is the problem with this podcast, or I say the only problem with the <laughs> podcast, problem with podcast is that we can, we can we can we'll we'll just go off in another dimension real quick. That's why we um, started the podcast because it would be too much fun to listen to. You should see all these aluminums getting stacked <laughs> up on the table. <laughs> um, so hands down, favorite way to fish. I do love topwater. I do. I didn't but, mean to steal your thunder with that too. No, no, no. So um, <laughs> do, you, do you have a, a favorite topwater lure? I do. Um, has, has that opinion changed? Probably. No, it hasn't. So here's the thing. So, so uh, I, I do love the fact that uh, the top water is always fun. It really is. Um, and we'll get into this later on with me and Hooker we're talking about right now. But uh, top water is always fun. I do think that my favorite way to fish is shallow water. I don't care where if it's top water, your jig heads, or your suspending jerk baits. I don't. I don't care what it is as long as it's shallow water. And you can actually read the water versus mm-hmm. fifty feet of water, and you just kind of look for mm-hmm. look for stuff, I guess. And 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 that's I'm not taking anything away from the the red drum stuff. I'm not taking anything away from the cobia stuff or whatever else. But I'm with you on that. When man. I can see a, a red drum in a I don't know ten inches of water pushing, pushing water. water. Oh my yeah. god! There's right. nothing that compares to that. It really, the, it really is. You know, the crazy thing is, man, is I think all three of us probably grew up fishing. That way, we, we did say that me and me and me. By the way, me and Hook have fished next to each other in our entire lives, and we just met. I think what four years ago? Yeah, Five? I mean, like been it, fishing the same places for yes, years yes. and never knew each other. Yeah, so I mean, like we all grew up fishing this area, the Tangier Sound area, you know, Minokan River, Nanakook River, mm. uh, to a lesser extent, Wakamaka River, Fishing Bay, the islands, Pokemoke Sound, blah 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 blah, and. I mean, I remember fishing back when, I mean, my God, I can't tell you how many times I got broke up with because I did something so uncool as fishing. You know what I but mean? But it's like, so cool. It, it, but but it, now it's cool, right? Yes, now it's yes. cool. And so, I mean, we fished, I did a lot of bait fishing when the hardhead were strong. And I remember cussing those hardhead for stealing my peelers when I was trying to catch rockfish. And now I would, I would love, like literally one I, of the first things I ever took my wife out to do was go fish. She said, all I want to do is go fishing. And I said, all I need Hardheads to do. were all you need. Oh, yeah, all I knew how to take her to the drop-off at the channel then, edge. I knew we were They were like hammer. 18. Yeah, they, they were, were good-sized fish. I we mean, would it was go baby up. poppy drum. Is what it was. You'd be I mean, a kid, cut up a peeler, and you'd soak a top and bottom rig and come up with a 220-inch oh, hardhead. And yeah. it's like, it's ca- it's like yeah. catching a 50-inch bull. I mean, I mean it, the way it's, it is. They would fight them. Brad, I, Brad Taylor and I used to go on the curves and like turns of some of these creeks that I will not name and catch, I mean, you know, 21, 22 inch, I mean, heavy, heavy hardheads. Yes. Beautiful hardheads. Yes. And I mean, you talk I, about Magathy? Oh, all the way to Magathy <laughs> up in there? Sure, yeah. yeah. But I yeah. will say about hardheads. Mouth, mouth of the uh, Patapsco. Patapsco. <laughs> I don't think one of those, one of those rivers up there I never go to. Uh, man, look, I I have fished Eastern Bay twice in my life. I rarely go north of the Chop Tank River, so I don't. I don't. Eastern, well, Dave's seen what it's capable of. Though. We need to. Yeah. We need. We all need to go hit Eastern Bay because there's there's some times in, in that, early and late summer that are phenomenal in Eastern Bay. I mean, and I mean like shallow water. 
Because they're well, it's it's horrible in in a sense because I went up there one time with Steve, oxygen. and that water looked like French onion soup, Mm-mm. and I was like, "What?" It's is crazy this to place? see how those fish thrive in that junk water. I mean, it. I mean, it, well, you, you you float a day in that, and your boat comes out orange. Well, on it depends the, on, on the, the, the the runoff up north too, though. But <clears> I mean, most times the eastern bay that I fish that shallow water, I'm fishing six feet. Yeah, and sometimes I fish in less than that, and and. Wow, it's phenomenal. I mean, it really is. It is. What I was getting at is we grew up fishing, reading water, and not knowing what we were doing. And now it's like, not now, but like it has become a thing to come over here, I guess, as the open water rock fishery has declined. um, It... You just hit something on my mic there. Uh Uh-oh, mic header. Um, Ah. It's become more... It's become more and more... um, interesting to folks elsewhere to come and fish these shallow waters yes and you know the advent of the hummingbird has has really leveled the playing field there because i mean i own I'm one you, we'll see i own I'm one it is a magic it, box it really is but here's my thing though. so so for, for those of us that grew up fishing when fishing wasn't cool but you could read you can you read that well yeah. not even like like your debt finder wasn't a side scan I like, no, it, it was turned it off it was it was a flasher. Some of if you remember so that, good. like the flashers. Yeah. yeah. You you looked at a depth finder. Was like, yeah, oh, I remember the here. flasher. It was like right next to the pedal control on the trolling boat. Hey, <laughs> hey, hold on, stop before you all start making. Yes, yes, we'll get to that later too. We have so much we can go. I, I like that you said fishing yeah. before it was cool. I think that's a point oh, we all have remarks on. Jean shorts and white t-shirts. Dave and I talked to extent. I mean, you know, your fathers that did it, and they were out there mm-hmm. and like, oh, it's cool to have a boat. Go cruise around a boat. Take a girl to the right. beach, whatever. Have some fun. But to go fishing, so peelers, so you know, yeah. soft crabs or, or whatever, marinated chicken, whatever you want to put out there, that wasn't cool. Like you were taking time the away Purdue from whatever. Peeler. Right. That's right. Yeah, for the and, but my thing is, it, 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 it was called Purdue Peeler. And yeah. they would use them chicken breasts and catch. Should, should, what'd you just say? Protein peeler? <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Purdue. Well, let me turn Maybe you I messed up your mic there. Purdue Peeler, yeah. Yes, Purdue Peeler. Whoa. Not me, hook. He wants to turn me down. You want to turn me up? Turn my head. See how we're down. just learning this whole thing. So anyway, but yes, I'm you sorry. You can't turn me down in I'm real sorry, life, Purdue Peeler. No, I'm sir, that long walk from Dancy. <laughs> Purdue Peeler was. Yeah, I mean, and that's another fish, man. I, I, that prefer, I miss ma- so I prefer much. The gray trout in Delaware oh, Bay. God, well, I don't know about Delaware Bay. I don't really go to Delaware uh, Bay. The, like, I mean, the Channel Edge, even a chain hole in uh, Tanger Sound. Coming up towards Deal Island. I don't know where you're talking about. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> that was the last place I caught a keeper flounder in in Maryland Bay waters. It was the top of Chain Hole. And last one that I that we had Maryland caught Maryland waters. Yeah, I know. Uh, the last one that we had caught on the boat was October 31st, an unknown place. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know that. And trip. it was cool. It was cool. The person that caught it too. That's what made me yeah, happy. My was, father caught it. We we did. We did trout to 28 inches, the biggest I've ever seen, uh, speckled trout that is, uh, and we did a rockfish to 30 inches, and we mm-hmm. did an 18-inch flounder, all, all in one, like morning to afternoon. It was it was magical, man. Solid. Me, me and the old man, we don't uh, was fish twenty twenty or was it was it? Man, it was a while ago. <laughs> 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 it was a while ago. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, those we we we, we caught it in uh, the Chester River. So <laughs> those those gray trout, those tide runners. That's you would, sure. Yeah, you would go out there to the shoulder of that channel edge and just drop down. Yeah. You know, quarter of a peeler, or whatever. Put it mm-hmm. on a bucktail, whatever. And you I mean, could, you couldn't keep them off. You were going for rockfish, and they just yeah, pop on. You them. were you throwing 30 back trout. thirty inch yeah, trout to yeah. try and catch a rockfish. Yeah. And it, 
Well, you wouldn't give for a 30-inch anything these days. Yeah. You know? 30-inch perch, we used to have them down here, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, I miss that. And, and truthfully, like, I wish... Well, I said, if you don't know my son, Carter... Um, oh, that fishy dude, man. That, that fishy guy. Um, I wish he could have seen what that was like back then because right. it was literally... We would go out there in, in Delaware waters and... Um, <laughs> Hit the button. Hit the, hit the button. What that, button? That Are you talking one. about this button? That one. This one right here? That one. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's we would go out there and it was our own demise, but right. we would fill up 250 quart coolers yeah. with yeah. trout and there was no limits on anything. And it, it was just like... Yeah. I mean, those, those dads that are old enough, I mean, mine's 76, will be uh, 77 this year. Yeah. Does that work? I My mean, they, would, they would go and they would waylay rockfish and pile the deck high and, like, take pictures of them sitting on it, I mean, you know? It's My crazy. dad will be it 82 really this year. In March. Yeah, next month. And How one of... How are you? Me? I'm 30. I'll be 38 this year. I have two sisters that are almost da- Dave 50. and I are so a product you're the young, of... You're the young. I have a younger sister. Oh God! Dave, Dave, and are, Dave and I are the products of uh, several marriages. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a sister, yeah, who's two years younger than me. So my father had his last child when he was forty-seven. Big bull. Paul, Paul, Paul no children involved. <laughs> oh, anyway, so back to fishing. Yeah. So what about Carter? What you say? Oh, seeing him with the. Uh, the I, I would love. I, I wish he could have seen. Not even just stacking the fish up, just catching the amount of fish we caught back sure, then. Sure. I mean, just go to. And any day you could go find a limit right. with thirty. And, and, and now the limit's what four per person per day in spatula trout. Yeah. And go out yeah, there to the islands and. It's catch, six, was it with sixteen last year? Right. What it used to be fourteen. It used to, it was yeah, 16. it was smaller than that. Yeah. A couple what? of years ago, yeah, they changed yeah. to sixteen. Right. Yeah. What in inches. Maryland. For speckled trout, it's still fourteen. Oh, I thought it was sixteen. Might be fourteen. I don't. Know. I, don't, still, I, don't we, I don't. We don't keep no special. Tra- that's right. right. Special <laughs> trout. Special <laughs> trout. It's still fourteen, guys. Special trout. Anyway, um, <laughs> going back to when the limit was ten per person per I day. I probably should know. This. And going to coastals out there, not even in the Chesapeake, but the seaside. Yeah. And then coming over to the Chesapeake, and you would always catch your limit with yeah. thirty with three people. Thirty speckled trout. That was my daughter. I'm sorry. She wows. She's this her Saturday night. And that's that's with the towel underneath the door. So that's a woobie. We got a a straight and for Greg Maple when you listen to this because I'm gonna make you listen to it. It's It's a poncho liner. It's it's fourteen inches, four per day. We had a woobie that we on the way back from Idaho. Steve and I went elk hunting in Idaho. Sixteen inches, four per person. Uh, See, just kidding. It's 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 fourteen. It's fourteen. Damn. The problem is this open. See, this is the problem that you have with. with I don't keep them. Trout. My clients are all conservation minded. They don't want to keep anything more than one fish. See, that's what we do. So right? we're gonna get into this to a later podcast as well. But I love speckled trout. I love them. So yeah, they're cute. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you. I think I think they're it's, gorgeous you're, fish. You're super hard pressed to find anything that's like more aesthetically pleasing. In the There's nothing in the bay that's gonna be prettier than that. I mean, I mean, all of that. Other than catfish are pretty cool, man. I, I think I think a, a, a slot, a slot, a upper slot, kind of cool. or like thirty inch red drum is beautiful. It, yeah. They really are. A red yeah. drum is a pretty fish, and they still have that blue tail too. And and, and whew, that's a pretty fish. But there's not much in the bay that's going to rival as far as when they hit that light rate. Well, the thing is, too, they kind of do, I don't know what the per, uh, the correct vernacular would be, but they kind of tail walk a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of tarp. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's tarping. Like, they're like, well, really? I'm like, no, if, no, I'm just kidding. And that was, if one were to specifically target them with top water, 
you would find that they do get very angry. You would find that they get you, very you angry. locate them with speckle, with, with top water, and then you fish but they, normal. Uh, they hit the top water with if, an anger. If mm. you go, shout out to Captain Chris. Bush. All two, you caught that day. And, huh? uh, <laughs> hey, that's, that's two to two to time, sir. Two to time. That's yeah, more than my yeah. clients caught caught uh, caught that day, and I mean they were fishing we, the behinds off. We caught, but no, um, like you look at speckle or speckle truth. So let's just go into it. Yep. So, so so Captain Chris Bush. I mean, I really love what he's got going on. Does oh, a really absolutely. good job. Um, and and the, if you and, look and at the drive behind what he's started with this whole speckle truth thing is phenomenal. If you, if you if you go to his speckletruth.com, I'm sure, um, and you look at his catch data, all his gators. All his what thirty dirty thirty club mm-hmm. and he speckled trout over thirty and have they posted a Virginia thirty yet? Yes. Yes. They oh did. yes. Oh okay. yes. Yeah. Virginia no, was no like Maryland. phenomenal. Uh, this year. No Maryland. No Maryland. No Maryland. No Maryland. How many? I don't even know if Maryland participates. But we're going to change that. They, well, no, he didn't have a sticker for it. I talked right. to him about this. I was like, why don't you have it? Because he was like, well, I didn't even know that. He said, "Who is it?" Well, no, no. I tell you what. Stop so, calling so, me. So, true story. True story. I called. The, I called. Like when, when Carter got into really fishing for these things, because he he was driven for it, right. and he still is. But um, so he got that Kobe this summer, right? right that baby. guy. We're sharing so, his son. It's weird. So he wanted to go after the what's called the small fry world, uh, world record or whatever else. Right. But I, I think at the time it was like nine pounds something else, and uh, we were a, catching. That's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a feat. Is there's, what it there's, is. There's, there's dudes been doing it for a lifetime and don't have In that. June, it's possible in the, right. in the Chesapeake. It really is. So, um, right in. At, either way, right so in the man. he was like, <laughs> he was like, so I want to do this. And so I called the IGFA. I was like, so what is the world record for a kid? This And he's like, well, it's a small fried record, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, so where are you looking? I'm like, I'm like, Maryland. And he's like, you called the IGFA? Yeah. I oh. And he was, and I was like, I'm looking for speckled trout. He's like, "Are you sure you're looking for speckled trout? You're not. You're not looking for gray trout or, uh, or you know, uh, I don't know what the uh, rainbow factual. trout, cutthroat trout. No, no. He was like, no. He was saying like, you know, the gray trout. What we call gray trout. Right. Weak and fish. Weak fish. Runners, he, he said, you we sure get not, you're not talking about weak fish. He's like, yeah. I'm like, no. I'm talking about speckled trout. He's like, man, I didn't think that 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 speckled trout were up that far north. They're not. And and they're not they're not but uh the but only he, only three of us can find them but the fact that the fact that the IGFA had no idea they went up that far north tells like, you something but I like that and I, I do too because yeah, I mean you cool. had a thirty caught at the power plant this past uh, year Maryland state record speckled speckled trout was seventeen no pounds. it's not no that's that's weak but that was that was in the seventies no 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 no, no. It's look, like, look it's, at it yeah look it up roaring point no I think seventeen pounds was a weak fish they were there too roaring point it was not a weak fish says spotted sea trout Dave is right we went through this before it's a spotted sea trout I think it was 14 pounds and some change it was gigantic it was and it was off a roaring point in like 1978 yes and and also the world record or the Maryland record uh, week pitch was called off a roaring point as well the same place same everything it's an 80 foot hole at the mouth of a river right but I'm pretty sure the not a bad spot the, the Maryland state record is 14, and the weak fish state record is 17. I'm giving out hot spots here tonight. You know what? Looking at this fish, thing. the hell out of it tonight. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that because people go out there and die. Don't do that. There's some freaky stuff. I mean, out you there. can walk out there right now. I mean, yeah, you can walk up and and, and fish right, right the, there, right at the channel marker. I had a guy, and not had a guy. I had no relation to this guy. There's, there's teenagers out there right now just doing their thing, so just leave them be. Man, leave them be. Leave them I, be. I, I really had a, lot of, fish, had a lot of fun out there as a teenager at Point. 
a lot of fun as a 20 year old and a 30 year old at point. I didn't spend much much time in Anacook besides Weepers. It was always yeah. the islands, North Islands, and uh, Deal and mm-hmm. the South Ports. I didn't, I didn't. I never went much. Was it a, was it a gray trout? No, I'm looking yeah. at. It. I was just shaking his head with all these spots he's talking. I never about. went. Oh. I never went much <laughs> south of of foxes when I was growing up. But well, we hit Watts too. But yeah. uh, besides that, my dad I'm didn't. Trying to find the location, it's Jack Miller, thirteen pounds. No, it's bigger than that. I thought it was seventeen pounds, but yeah, Jack eight twenty one seventy three was the date. Seventy three. But I want to see the location because they do show that. It does show. It, it, it's Roaring Point. It's Roaring Point. It is. I know that. That is an absolute hammer. Oh, Back sorry, in, that was the Atlantic Division. Oh, oh son. Chesapeake was fourteen something. So I remember. No, I remember sixteen four. Oof. Five, five, five fifteen seventy seven. My thing is, could you? Imagine? I was one pound and one year off. Do not test. We've just done this. Knowledge, so. Could you imagine? I will be seeing in the a neighborhood of being correct. If you were out on Watts or Foxes or whatever else and seen a sixteen-pound speckled trout come to the top, no. Crazy. Could you imagine? No, there's no fish out there. Stop it. <laughs> so uh, I mean, one, but, one time we were at Nanticoke Harbor and we were. Uh, this is gonna be like the Annie Mill podcast where it's like one time we were at <laughs> Harbor. Yeah. <it's>, we were, <laughs> we were at, uh, oh dang. <laughs> And there was a guy that said he had crushed Baltimore Inner Harbor, yeah, yeah, crushed spade fish at the um, at Roaring Point. And me and my buddy were like, "Shit, spade fish!" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, Spade. Man. David Spade." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, let me see." He's like, "We got a cooler full of them." They were all adolescent oh. black drum. Oh my! With God. the vertical stripes. I mean, a cooler. Full of them. Uh, and I'm like, see those little wormy things on the chin? Barbels, baby. Bro, you need to go home. Go home fast. Quick. Hurry. <laughs> what do you mean, man? I'm yeah. going back to Delaware. It'll be fine. <laughs> man, this is... You I've just been... go to Seaford. You can get a Seaford bay ramp. You're only 20 minutes away. I've, I've got these brand new dentures. I don't have to eat speckled trout anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to eat this firm, firm fish meats. <laughs> oh, man, we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> So Kyle and I have a, <laughs> have a long-standing feud over speckled trout. Do you want? Do you want to get into this? We can do it tonight. I mean, this is tonight. Right. This is tonight. All right. So, <laughs> Hooker here. I'm gonna crack that, a beer on this one. This hurry is, up. Hold yeah. on. Make it crisp. I want to hear it in the mic. Do it. Okay, Ready? Hold on. Ready? Hurry Ready? up. Stand can, by. Can you hear me cracking this beer? <laughs> you like that? Right in the top. I had to hold it there. Crunchy. Yeah. All right. So one of my favorite fish to eat is the speckled trout. And, I, I, and we've always had this um, this group chat. That went to hell and haywire. We're not going to talk but, about that. So anyway, so um, <laughs> so um, basically, I was like, man, speckled trout, this speckled trout, that. Well, Hooker always has to come back with, you know, they taste like mush or they. No, they don't taste they like mush. They, they are they, mush. They, they, they are mush. Us. They have a mush texture. Um, they're soft. They are soft fish. fish. They are. They are. But so is pompano. So is anything else that you want to eat. Um, All the things that you ever want to eat are soft. <laughs> You heard it from Kyle. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't yeah. eat. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I, I, I will stand behind it. So anyway, so anyway. It's like them soft uh, tunas and them cobras. Anyway, so yes. Um, oh, stay so pace, Junior. Let's go. Speckled trout is probably <laughs> top three in my what's, diet of fish. What's the I, other two? White fish, perch, fish sticks. White perch is <laughs> actually white perch is probably Gordon's fisherman. Probably went to the to the fifth spot. Right Who now. did white, white perch? perch. White perch? number five slot. Yeah. Mm, what's one and two? That's what I'm interested in. One. Yeah. One. Juan. Cobia. 
No, it's a good choice. A firm white fish. No one hates you. No one hates you. I, I'm with you. So I think, I think it's is really delicious. Cody yeah. is pie number one. Um, I'm going to say mm. oyster toads. <laughs> Look. Sweet, Sweet toads, toads, baby. They're like giant shrimp. Sweet no. tuna, tuna is definitely number two. And then... Which tuna, trout. though? Yellow, yellow yeah, yellowfin. Yeah, yellowfin. I, I do like the whole... We're, 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 we're going way off topic. So That's what we do. I know. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Brought to you by the alcoholic consumption yeah, of 40, 40 minutes in now talking about absolute yeah. nonsense. We rolled in there, brother. We've long since lost any any viewership. We hey, I mean, if you're still here, thank you. Yeah. Send us some money, would you please? Yeah, this is the part where we give away Kyle's account number. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Six, five, niner, anyway, zero. Anyway, the, 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 the primary spawn, this is me and Hooker have always talked about how... I think speckled trout's delicious, and it, it it's my top three, and he thinks it's a mush fish. This is a mushy fish. It's not a mushy fish. You cannot get around the fact that you it's a mushy fish. You have to cook it right. But when you fry... And you're not bacon. just frying when it. When you fry anything, you're you have, not just frying. You have exited I cooking cooked reality. I fish whole. You're also just placing uh, water when you fry it, too, so you're making it firmer. Less no, Stand by. Okay, I'm standing. So, I'm standing by. So, so we're all sitting. We don't have any chairs. We're all standing here, like yelling. So at I've taken this fish and I, I, I did a whole rockfish, and did a whole speckled trout, mm -hmm. and I mean just gutted it, threw it on the grill, mm -hmm. whole. Mm -hmm. Onion or not onions, I know, but where, lemons. I know where your mind's going. I like this. Yes, lemons <laughs> and uh, bacon. And I think I stuffed a little bit of garlic in the you body should. cavity. Oh, and. Whew, <laughs> Garlic. I mean, I'm telling you, it was phenomenal, dude. I'm with you, man. It's not mushy if you know how to cook it. It's very. It's not a big textured fish like a rockfish. Like a rockfish is it's damn near like. Crap. If any, if any listeners are out there and you want and you want to uh, dispute this case, text your case to eight six seven five three zero nine now. <laughs> At the sound like, of the Delaware song. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but it's it's not a it's not a a firm textured fish like a rockfish, and I think that's your problem. Is you you were. I don't feel like this is my problem. This it is, is your, your problem. problem. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy good fish. Yeah, I enjoy good fish too, but speckled trout is not one of them. It's really good, dude. It is. It is like if you were to take a delectable, tasty fish, like say a sheep's head, and put it in Ooh. a gym sock. But you're not really and, and, you can't, and you smack can't. it against your spare tire on your truck. Are the right. radios are biased. So let's, let's, let's talk about fish that I can <laughs> catch. You got your fuck shot gum. We're only going to talk about fish that I can catch with a piece of plastic and a jig head. I don't. Why, I think why we're all we do effectively that? doing that. Well, then we'll talk about cobia. But cobia no, 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 no. is the most delicious. Okay, okay. Can we please order. talk about cobia? I love. I, I, I don't do the. I, I've only done it like twice with Foxwell. He's very God. limited. Uh, who? That, that guy excuse, Foxwell. Excuse me, who? That guy Foxwell. <laughs> oh, Who's that? This Brad is Foxwell probably is one of the nicest guest. guys. Yeah. Future guest and future beast guy. of a beast of a guide. Mm. Beast of a guide. It really is. He's a nice man. Yeah, he is nice. He really like is. Bradley Foxwell. Yeah. He's he, uh, pain in my butt, though. No, he's not. <laughs> yes, he is. He, he means well. He, he's only looking out for the best for you. He told, he told me that you told him that I had a bad beard. No, I said he had a weird <laughs> No, no. I said, he, I said he had a weird beard, and I asked him. He goes, yeah, I'm fixing... I'm fixing... Uh, fi ooh, ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm fishing Kyle. I said, oh. okay, that's cool. I said, well, stroke his weird beard for me. <laughs> Just to creep Fox wild. And he was like, okay, whatever. And apparently, like, I'm like, literally, Damn. the first thing that I got on his boat. Like, did you see he, 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 he said, he said, <laughs> dude, he said, 
I don't think he had a weird beard. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you know, your well, boy over there said that. At the he end said, of the day, you have a weird beard. I'm like, well, well this isn't an Eminem video. This is, this is. <laughs> it's actually, if anybody out there knows, it's a Fu Manchu reference, and that's cool. But, yeah. but big ups to Brad Knows HVAC for calling out the weird beard. So. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I that's like it. www.weirdbeard.com. Penisland.com. <laughs> Check it out. Anyway, so, <laughs> the speckle trout thing. I mean, I guess it's it's. I will cook preference. you. We will yes. do a podcast, and we'll we'll bring in video. I don't care, and I will cook you Ooh. speckle trout. I will cook you and Steve. Now he's gonna wine and dine you, so you have yes. to be. Ex- you have I to be will, ready I will for wear an my best that. dress. You need to wear a bib. You, you, you <laughs> gotta wear one of the plastic bibs that they wear at like the the California. What are you crabbies. looking at on me right now? What's wrong? Oh, your mic. But no. like, I, I'm telling you that like you need to put a, like one of the little plastic beards. I like, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! And I, I will feed you, and I, and I'll feed well, look, them, look. them loud ass women out there. I'll feed them too. And, right. and it's the only way to keep them quiet. I mean, that's fine with me. I don't care. Ooh. You pay for the, the the alcohol, and I'll pay for. The, I'll catch the fish since you can't. So so let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it's getting thick in here, boys. Yeah, that's a so, shame. All this bullshit in this beautiful new home. I know, brand new and just. Full of bullshit. All up in my house. <laughs> Marble see the, floors I see a stress everything. fracture in the ceiling. <laughs> artist fracture. <laughs> Don't get me going. I'm going to sleep tonight. They're fracking down in PA, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> got a bunch of fractures all in our homes. Foundation's softer than a speckled trout. All right, so <laughs> let's get off the speckled trout deal because we're going to be doing that. So I last summer, I was uh, fortunate enough to um, catch a nice, nice sheep's head. Th- yeah. yeah. And we had it at Steve's. Oh man, it was so good, dude! It was nuts. We cut the. It was. He was like 25, 26 inches, something Mm -hmm. like that, big enough that we got the cheeks out of him, bro. So let's let's address that. Cheeks meat is like cheeks meat. We're all fan of cheeks cheeks meat. Cheeks. Yeah. Cheek meat. So you can, on your fish, you can take, if it's sizable enough, you can go in front of the gill plate. And everyone and forgets a little, it. A little chunk of meat, you mm-hmm. kind of dig out of there with it's the top It's a medallion. Here. Yeah, it's it's like the oyster on a, a It's chicken. like a scallop. Of, it's a very oh small, delectable piece. Mm-hmm. But you can also do the collar, and it's very similar. One of the, one of the few downsides of puppy drum. They don't have a big... No, no, nothing. They don't. But they make up for it in just... Puppy they're dogs. just so angry and yeah. delicious and then like everyone gets it's going to give me we, we also ate that uh, there was a what 30 well, well we went, i was, was also sub 30 i was also fortunate enough to bring home a, a very nice puppy drum that day too. yeah 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 but people don't give a shit for eating puppy drum you know what David was using? Race. He was using he was using boneless, skinless chicken marinated in WD forty. That's what he was using catching <laughs> that fish. I had a red rag soaked in WD forty hanging off the side. Yeah. No, but that was a funny there's story. A, there's I was, oil slick all the way up to was the this magazine. was this <laughs> at the spots this year? No, uh, this was no no no. This was not at the spot. This was at a uh, an unnamed structure, right? Mm. This is and, Dobbins Island in the magazine. <laughs> yes, yes. This was uh, I, I was tied off to the pier at Fort McHenry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 yep, yep. right at the end of the pier that's you know that's, yep. so, Star Banner was written up there north there up at Fort Carroll it was my wife and I and I was uh, I was using the remote on my uh, oh, Minkota a, Altera a, a remote yes oh. and I deployed it without having to move 
from my seat as I drank an ice you. cold beer. Yeah. And just, I just watched one, just one though. I watched my trolling just motor. Just one. You don't want to have more than one because you don't want to get out there twisted up. So you just right. have the one. I had it was my first one of the day. It was a natural light. Hashtag uh, keep it natural. All right, we're doing this tonight. And it's since, like, and we're, since, we're doing this tonight. And yeah. since I was not we're actually up all the juice. I was we're not this tonight. I was not technically piloting the boat <laughs> because right. I do have an auto deploying Trolling motor. Correct. Yep. Uh, it it's, deployed itself as I it's lovingly embraced my wife, and we watched the trolling motor go into the water. <laughs> I like this. Un, unassisted, <laughs> unassisted, because I do have an Altera, and it immediately spot locked and never moved. Yep. Never moved. I mean, all the sympathy you got from the fracking comment in your fractured house. <laughs> now that is fractured. It's beautiful, but you, you know what? You, you, you're know, you know what? I really hope. That when you go to do to deploy this just Altera, that your battery just dies and everything yeah. just stops. I have a, I have a, so, a great charging for, system. So for, but anyway, I I deployed the Altera onto this lovely area and uh, set up a couple of rods for my wife and I to enjoy some bait fishing. Which I was this have, a drum trip? No, this is a different trip. Um, I have kind of come full circle on the bait. Like I, I was very poo poo on the bait, but man, I'm telling you, like the the. The live chumming is really, really interests me, and and Dave, you can specifically. My thing is the live too. chumming is great, yes. but you can still you can still use a mirrodine and do the same. You can, but you're doing two different things at the same time. But what I'm saying is, when once I and we this goes back to the other thing we were talking about with reading the water. When I started circling structure or points or channels or drop-offs uh, with, with your with remote that, right with yes with your remote because I, I was able to monitor my hummingbird side scan as i controlled my altera remotely <laughs> and i like i said like i said it's getting deeper that's really all i gotta say about that i could see these fish on the structure cl very clearly it's not like Oh, that looks like there's fish there. It's there are seven fish. So there. the pick fin, the peck fins are like, hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, I mean you can count. I can feel them, that pulse like, on my back. So you like cast lures, cast lures, cast lures. Nothing's happening, and you can see these fish literally moving. React to it. Yeah, and it's so, and then you throw bait down there, and it's like done. And so I mean that's undeniable, right? Why are we so hung up on the fact like where is the line? On the Atlantic coast, where bait fishing stops being cool. Well, I think it's the effect. I mean, because in you, Florida, if you throw lures, you're an idiot. I, I, no, well, so here's my thing. No, 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 no. In I, Florida, if you throw lures, you are not an idiot. You bro, can, you do not I, I, go there. Dude, don't everything. go there. Don't go there. I, th I think what I it think is what, a million, multi-million dollar industry. I think. Bait. Well, I think what the big deal is too. Like in the Chesapeake, typically you're sucking bait or whatever, typical J hook and all this. Now, like non-offset circle hooks are kind of the the rage, or they should be at least. No the, more trouble. The rage, hooks, no more AKA fun. legally required. Hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to be your, your moral compass here. So. Did you see where there was so, a DNR sting last year, where they put officers on multiple boats and like all but two or three failed for using the circle hooks? Really? That's crazy. Wait, hmm. what? That's very scary. They had like a lot. Is of, this charter? Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're not really worried about that. They just worried about putting people. In it's. Case. I mean, it's, it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's what it is. I mean, it, it's no bullshit. They're just trying to put people in fish, and they believe that that circle hooks don't work. But every fish I've ever tried to hook on circle hook has been. They, if they take it, you got them. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's not it, specifically a charter fleet thing because there's a lot of like reputable charter captains out there. For sure. No specific places. It's like but, any other industry. But it's also anything that's trying to people. Are, it's like electricity. You're trying to find a path of least resistance. So whatever 
translates into catch for your clients. That's your goal, or it should be anyway. But I mean, to cover thing, fuel costs and docking fees and all that stuff, that should be secondary. You should be, because repeat, as any client, any car, any charter captain knows, any business owner knows, your repeat clients are paramount. That's what keeps your lights on. So yeah, it, I, I think abiding by the rules, and again, it comes down to take the charter guy out of it. It comes down to your law enforcement agencies too and, and being effective and being... But doesn't there, a circle hook take less? It takes the mechanics of getting a fish stuck on the hook out of it. It does. It does. So it, why it, would it, it not be beneficial? Exactly. The, if the right. fish takes it, I'm telling you, unless you something crazy happens, as, as long as the fish eats it and takes it, he's hooked. He, it's, he hangs it's, himself. It's, yes. a signi- yeah. it's a significant... And then all these guys that want to say, like... I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm no, sorry. sure. No. So, so... You should um, never all these guys, I, I'm sorry. I can hit but. this red button here and turn as my. Uh, but my thing is, like, all these guys are like, oh, circle hooks don't work. It's because you're setting the hook with yes. the circle hook. Right. And it's, and, and it's and a hard and it's, and it's a hard habit to break. I have clients on the boat, and I, will, I won't say that I don't fish cut bait sometimes. It depends on the skill level. I am angle. not ashamed to fish bait. No, no, no. There's the only time wrong I fish bait is white perch. That's it. Yeah. Don't want to admit I don't that. Do it. <laughs> if, if, if I foul hook a, a spot and it's like hooked through the guts, I'll fillet it out and throw it on a jig head and throw it over. And that's the only time I use. That, that's I'm it. gonna I'm I mean, gonna put like a 20 inch triple tail in front of you and hold a shrimp in front of your face and be like, "You want to fish this bait, baby?" So when do you call a triple <laughs> tail? What, 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 well, I mean, seeing a, they are a thing. I mean, they're coming they around now. Yeah, someone and, called one troll trolling. Uh, oh, lower. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. I have a whole bucket full of tandems out there, like spring. If, it, if anybody wants them, if anybody wants them, go ahead and reach out to us. And three oh nine. I will give them. To he you. will drive them. They, to they, you. Bought, they called on like a Clark spoon, mm-hmm. like trolling for uh, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like it wasn't, but that was crazy. Well, I mean, they were like, but they are a surface feeder. They were at the mouth of like the chop thing, weren't they? I don't think they were that far. I think they were off the magazine. <laughs> Everything's happening in the Everything. That's right. Everything. Everything. I mean, it is. My I mean, buddy Dustin. You got, you got well, Belvedere you know Dustin. They're off there. Every time know. I ask him where he catches the fish, it's always mouth of the river. <laughs> Just like that Kobe, they call it that tin boat or whatever. Yeah, mouth there. of the river every yep. time. Hey, but there was bluefin in Baltimore a few years ago. There was. Uh, hey, there was. Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> Uh, the guy, Alan. Uh, yeah, Alan, uh, Alan, um, forklift operator Joe sent the, the footage, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> I think that fish was. I think somebody's trying to bring that fish in alive and got spooked and tossed them. Probably. That's what I think. It's a long way to go, and and again, Good I think, Lord, I think it's been. So so let's let's rewind it for everybody that's yeah, listening. But, yeah, but, yeah, all yeah, five yeah, yeah. people. So yeah, yeah. some years, tens of people. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> I like your optimism. Yeah. <laughs> so so some years ago, there was footage caught on I guess a surveillance. Camera at a dock in Baltimore in, in inner inside harbor. A, inside of Baltimore Harbor, inside the Key Bridge. Right. From my understanding. Of a so tuna. Was it confirmed bluefin? Bluefin. bluefin. Yeah. It bluefin. is surveillance. surveillance there was footage. one caught in Virginia, in Virginia waters. That never mm-hmm. happened. Ooh. Well, so. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. It did. So there, there are people that catch falsies. No, 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 this is a bluefin. No, I get it. I get I mean, like a big bluefin. Too. Let me unfurl my story. Oh my god! Unfurl it. For, for <laughs> you the take crowd. too long to unfurl. All right, so there were there were there are. <laughs> well, when it's a long unfurling process, it takes a long time. So when <laughs> it was hot that night. <laughs> so before they built the tunnel, there were bluefin caught at the mouth of the bay pretty regularly. They were catching them at the, um, at the lighthouse or uh, the Chesapeake Light, Chesapeake Light, Light Tower. They were right. catching. Yeah. They, they had guys rock fishing, trolling for rock fish out there. And falsies still get caught there. And yes. being spooled on the, the, the pen three twenties, and they finally brought out like an eighty. 
And finally, hooked one of these fish and got it in. It was a bluefin. They were catching them three miles off the beach. I was yeah. talking like I mean, I was talking to Brent from um, how sweet it is, and he was trolling in because he just he was like, well, we had a slow day, might as well troll in, eat mm-hmm. up the rest of the day. He had a ballyhoo, and he was right by Chesapeake Lake Tower and caught a yellowfin. Hmm. That's close. Now that's that's pretty but rare. That's they crazy. hate dirty water. This is super super late in the season, super hot mm. summer. So I mean, the water pushed in and all that. But they were also catching blackfin straight off the light tower. Man, like, blackfin. By 20, I had 20 miles. In, we caught them in Florida. They were catching them out here 20 yeah, miles off the light tower. They're, they're so good. It's all we did. I was like, cut them loins off and give me sashimi. So the story goes that this bluefin was caught on surveillance in shallow water, like right up next to the loading dock or whatever. And it was a fairly good sized bluefin, it was, right? It was, it, was, it was in the hundreds. The all top, it was ninety. It was ninety some odd inches. Yeah. I so mean, it was ninety in inches, right? So this is beyond. This is beyond what you could keep recreationally. This is a commercial-sized fish yes. that has somehow found its way all the way up into the Baltimore Inner Harbor and has foundered. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, it's it's a dogfish head from Delaware. You got, you know? you got some, uh, d- Delaware. The guy from Delaware hit the button too. No, maybe got. I did it the whole way. We got six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so continues. Uh, it was it was uh, a hypothesis that it had swum all the way up the bay and had I guess finally met its end because of the lack of salt or whatever right. all the way up here, which would be pointing to I guess better water quality or higher salinity or chasing food or whatever. Right. My thought is that the ships that come up through there have a have an ability to move a lot of raw water um, Plus my, a ballast over, over that many ice. miles though man i mean all you need is salt water and oxygen now granted you as you come up the bay it's harder to keep that salt water flowing because the water is getting cleaner fresher i should right. say not definitely right. not cleaner but fresher Maybe that's the hole in my story, but I just don't see. I mean, the bay is a big place, well, it's, man. It's a really strange. I mean, I mean, it's a really strange thing to happen because I know ships will take on water for ballast. So if they're right. rolling, you're holding, sea, you're holding, you're holding salt water, especially well, if you're coming up empty. The, you catch catfish at the the Bay Bridge. I don't. I mean, I mean, yes, you do. <laughs> Outside the magazine. I mean, like, if, if you soak bait at the Bay Bridge pilings, you catch catfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's the Bay Bridge. You can't yeah. compare that to what a bluefin tuna needs. So I think when you're that a fish of that size, because I mean, arguably, like a 90 inch fish would be what, like four or 500 pounds? Yeah, maybe? it's in the hundreds. I yeah. mean, that, that's, and, a, that's, yeah. that's a. I mean, it's, it's not going to be your grander or anything, but I mean, to sustain that kind of. Not that the, not that the food isn't there, because there's there's plenty of sure, food there. And they, uh, and everybody knows they do. They eat bunker. They can deal with dirty water. Yeah, not I like mean, the elephant. Right. I mean, I don't know what happened, or again, if they sucked it up in a ballast tank and it was. How do you suck up a ninety-inch fish? Right, that's what I'm saying tank. exactly. I mean, you're you're not trying to suck up diapers and rubbers right. and all that stuff. Like, how are you going to suck up a five hundred pound fish? You know. Yeah. My uh, other yeah. question is, how do we end up a bluefin in Baltimore? Dave from... brought it up because he's the host man. Yeah, I, I that is my personal. 
Thank you, thank you. Thank yeah, you my thank audience you. is the best. Not only are they really nice, but they're sexy too. I think it's the too. same audience from Friends. It sounds familiar. <laughs> hey, man. All right, so... <laughs> so Hashtag NBC. Was it NBC? Yeah, NBC. Oh, was they were the must-see TV lineup people right. with Seinfeld, too. I like it. Are you spun for Get your foot off the table. It's what my table. Wrong? I gotta pee. So since we're... Uh, so why don't we take a little break... And we'll go no, out I'll and jam. Pee. You're going to pay we'll empty, you'll go. Right, so why don't we just do ships? You go. I'm going to go. We can you, do whatever. You go. I'm you going go. right now. I'm, me and Steve will talk when you go. Oh, okay. God. This oh, isn't going to end. I'm going to hear this Take later. Your little, your little hey, cat. you think Dave here. really meant that comment about that mushy face? Yes. <laughs> so what do you think about the... I'm taking my wallet with me. Leave. <laughs> the whole who what now? So what do you think about the whole Texas... Since we're starting now, Texas Fiscos. I've listened to a few podcasts. Again, I don't have people on the ground, nor I don't think any of us do, really, that are down there. I, uh, to, like, listening to Chris Bush and seeing his posts and all that, his, like, catch and release 24-7, 365 for 21 to let the yeah. breeding stock and everything go up. And, again, don't I don't want to misquote that, but I know that Bite Me podcast, that's uh, Captain um, Scott Knoll, and uh, Caleb McCumber, they're they're releasing yeah, Kate, Kate, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. releasing everything. I think they came up because it's him and um, what's what's the host name? I, he's a sports guy in, in Texas or whatever. John uh, so and so. Can you put that up against the door there, Kyle? Because we're hearing a bunch of partying oh, going on in there. No, I can't because okay, I've, okay. I've only got. <laughs> That's fine. I've only got right. five. Anyway, so, people, we're we're live in the house. See. Yes. Um, but anyway, they're releasing everything. I think they're they're not letting. I mean, their clients. Their limit maybe one with clients. I don't know. So let me show you a video. And there was a guy that. Um, that was down south. And I want your real time reaction. I've seen. I've seen the video. The, I've seen the, the video. The, the, the kill. Right. But have you seen the video of the drone footage of just him over? Yes. That one. Yeah. Where, he, where yep. the guy just flying in in, in like. So the, so from my understanding, which is a lack of it basically, but no enough to be dangerous. So you had floaters like a, a normal fish kill would be. So you would have that, and then the water being really cold in the forties. Which yeah, but none of these fish were floating. Right, but what I'm saying is that you have these fish that are floating. They're like the initial ones. Yeah. And then as you have your warm-up, as Texas normally does, it's going to surface the fish. All of the whatever dissolved oxygen or whatever is going to dissipate out of the meat, and it's going to bloat and do its thing. So I think to see the fish, the actual fish kill is um, unseen yet because there's not a lot of floaters. And again, this may have been corrected with this warm-up boat that we've had nationwide this last week, or at least, you know, below the jet stream. So... I think they're in for a really bad issue. I know that they cited, I don't know when the last freeze was, it was like 80 or 81 or 82, something like that. Um, and they had issues with it, and it took a while to grow that breeding well, you stock saw, back up. You, have you seen the whole um, release over 20 thing, which, stand behind. Right. Um, but uh, have you seen the whole thing with release over 20, 2021 Texas? That, no. that they have a sticker out now and basically posting it all over Texas. Basically, they don't they don't want anyone to keep any speckled trout. Right. Yeah. And I think I think uh, whatever their DNR version, whatever they call it down there, I think it's important that uh, they they adhere to that. And again, I'm not a scientist or biologist by any means, but I think it's important for recreational people that have the choice whether they well, keep the fish or not, like let them roll. And you've seen we being we're at the northern limits of this fish species. Um, you've seen what it killed us here. Sure. I mean, it was, what, I mean, four years ago? Th- that no, we had that. Think about 2013, where we had actually a, a real temperature of, like, negative degrees on the yes. eastern shore. Yes, And it was, like, 
2013, we had a crazy banner puppy drum year. And the, we yeah. had 13 and 14 were like crazy cold winters. And then next thing you know, it's like we've rebounded. And last year, I think we've gone with, I think. Um, I'm so, back. Hey. So what about, what, what I'm asking right, you is about the trout. Not not the drum. Trout, the, the, the drum are resilient. They can get out. The, so so there, you talk about locally versus the gold. Well, let's, just say, let's just say uh, 2000, what the, what's, it's 2021, so. 2018-ish, maybe, 17-ish, right. where we had that real bad kill. Like right. I mean, like it killed a ton. Right. And, we, it, and we caught hundreds of trout a day, but they were all 12 inches. Spikes, yeah. And they were all, I mean, every single one of them was. And well, you remember that day that you, me, and Leslie were at that creek that will remain nameless? The thing. Yeah. Yes, and it was just spike trout after spike trout. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were just and bushel you catch baskets. the hell out of them. Yeah. And you, you could move and catch one fish that was 16 or so. Mm -hmm. Right. But... And that would um, that would be doing good in that particular situation because so, we're catching like so are they going to go through the I mean, like fry. you have the, the the renowned Texas fishery of you know thirties and like it's legendary it really right. is right. like Matagorda Matagorda and and Madre all, all, all that stuff down there and, and yeah. that's all killed this year so do, well, what did they what did they do this year well I think I think you have to split it so from what I've from what I understand you have the Gulf states species and there's very small differences between what we have the eastern states yeah, yeah. and the south so as far as like their kill I think so if you look at it typically you have hypersaline conditions so you have hypersaline all over the place you have salt 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 all the time whereas we have well, that's yeah Matagorda right is has very little uh, but you water also, exchange you, you yeah, also it, it, it's, it's, you, you it's confined have, you don't have tidal flow so you have a, a, a place that's devoid of oxygen when it's really super hot you also have a lack of topographic regions uh, pieces to it so you don't have you might have like banks here but you don't have like a 4 to 30 foot drop you might have yeah. a a one foot to four foot yeah, drop, and that's say, it. There's, it's other a than, pond. Well, Matagorda is a pond. Exactly. It's, I, mean, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, guys, is we're talking about we're talking about areas that don't have the hydrodynamics that we have. Right. They don't have the bathymetry that we have. Right. Ooh, right? But, uh, but, we, but they don't is, have the water exchange that we have. Right. They don't have the tidal flow they, that we well, have. Think, look at your but, tidal coefficients, which I'm not going to get much into that, but like you get a lot of... What we're missing is water quality yeah. and and hard bottom. Yeah. If we had those two things. Not, and we're not talking structure as far as like, oh, there's a wreck over here or there's an old duck blind. But all it takes is one kill. Yeah. And then yeah. it touches back five years. But you also so, you also have a species that 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 historically spawns multiple times a year too. They you do. also they have do. arguably the most successful school of large red drum on the east coast. We're just talking about speckled trout right now. I don't care about that. <laughs> the red drum <laughs> leave the bay. They, they they leave the bay. They do. But what so, I'm saying is, there's no way that that population of bulls exists where they exist and isn't continually kicking off pups. You but, know you know, I mean? but you have to think too, like like a speckled trout and a bull red. Why we have, uh, I mean, arguably well, one species, people kill them. True, and, and, and again, species, like shame, shame on whatever fishery management is considering Kyle. doing. I, I love speckled trout. <laughs> but like, but when it's it, over, I have on, stickers. Man, I do have on, stickers man. over twenty. I like yeah. Good for you. I should have I mean, stickers I, too. So I should. Dig. I should have all the stickers. All he should have thirty plus. <laughs> but, but 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 what I'm saying is like, think about this. Like we we have a they're catching certain fish certain places right now. That you typically wouldn't see until late, late summer. Social media that went out and caught up gently, gently, bunch of 
some things. Particular fish. But what I'm saying, you have a fish that you have your your east, your north and south migrators up and down the east coast. You also have your east well, to west yeah, migrators. Right. They've been sane holes out in the canyons and beyond yeah. that have. Are we talking? Reds go east west. We're talking reds or drums. So, <laughs> what? Reds or trout? I mean, I mean, reds or trout. Right. So typically, you have both. So I'm not going to say I'm not going to speculate that, but I know there's been sane holes out in the canyons of bull reds and rockfish. I'm say you're, you're not catching a speckled trout at the games. No, what we're saying is that reds, from his from data that we both have seen, right, and and people who have talked about fish that are that know way more about fish than I do. Um, have said that it seems that these reds migrate east-west some as opposed of, some to of them. most some of them. fish that go north-south. Right. Well, it's the so, same so, as, so think of the Gulf states. So your biggest um, collaboration of... Well, that's not really where we're, But the, the biggest population, the biggest fish in deeper waters and deeper holes are your outflow of your Mississippi River. Yeah. So you have these monsters. You have tarpon. You have yeah. bull reds. I mean, world-class crazy stuff. It's, so we have something that's very similar to that, which would be the outflow of the Chesapeake Bay. Right. Yes. So we have all this... And that's why you have the speckled trout that go from where we're fishing at. There's, right. been, there's been specks that have been... Magathy. Right. <laughs> right. Tagged in the Magathy. Right. <laughs> quote, unquote. And, and right. they've been recovered in the Carolinas. Sure. And, but, and you ha- but you have right. a resident species or a resident population as well. And right. I feel like that's what's killed when we lose a kill. And what's what's crazy about this is like you have your your species that you catch every year. You get your your little ones. You know, cool, 12, 14. It is cool. It's like beautiful. Like, okay, go on. Do you yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also have... We're, we're talking like economics and we're talking like water quality and stuff. And like, But you had the booming, the most booming population in a warm water discharge that has since been shut down. Mm, hot ditch. Isn't that crazy? Hot ditch, yes. Isn't that crazy? Hey, and now that's, like, that's been like five, five six years ago. But what I'm saying is you also had, when they shut down, they also got like carbon certificates or whatever it was to dump coal ash into the same right. reservoir in which they were cooling their, their towers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, did you hear about how big the trout were? There, there. Yes, yeah. Thirty-eight inches. Yeah. Not, not thirty-two. But these are fish that have obviously seen a lot of lures, and and they've been caught multiple times. Easy. Yeah. So good on the people that are returning these fish. But these people have caught thirty-eight inch fish in a in a particular spot, and it's not been like one a year. It was. A right. lot. There's but still thing, but, a lot of old heads out there. But good on those old heads for releasing them because these yeah, fish are yes, probably... But they're not reporting. But that's just what... I was going to say, there's a lot that were never reported. Right. And then you have... Now you have a certain power plant that basically is like fishing in a... A goldfish bowl. There's no fish there. Yeah. I mean, that. like, I spent, I spent a lot of time in this particular spot. I mean, like, literally, it's, it's like. There it's, are three fish caught all day, and I uh, was not one of them. Yeah. But I mean, I had to do, I was climbing the walls, man. Get out there. It's it's fishing in a goldfish bowl. And it pisses, I, I, it pisses me it's, off. It's a very specific um, draw it's, it's, to the area. Yeah. There's but, a lot of glory I'll seekers. That I'll tell you this. I was fishing there. yesterday and did a lot of running, and right in the middle of between my destination and where I was running from, there were dolphins on the surface in 37 degree water surface temperature. Now I'm They're sure blooded. Now I'm sure down below and you know they can get down in more It can be in the fifties, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. And then you have that flip, but it's like I have never seen that before. 
I mean, we used to gauge certain fishers by the arrival of certain animals. We used animals. to catch fish when dolphins were working. I mean, we were in South Carolina, Steve and I, fishing not too long ago um, with Captain Chris Wilson. Shout out, shout yep. out. And Chris the man wears bands. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tough day. But we were watching dolphin corral these pups up onto the oysters and literally it, it looked like it had to be 150 pups. And did you catch the fish while they were No, they out? were scared it's, too. It well, shut see, down. That's shut crazy down. because when, when when I used to fish a certain island The Magathy. Chain, Magathy, the Magathy island. on the islands in Magathy. <laughs> yeah. um, the, 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 the Dolphins the, Island. The Dolphins would be running the crab pot lines mm-hmm. and you'd be up shallow and right. and when, when them dolphins would go by you would destroy some fish i'll tell you what it's a really weird fishery because i agree with you because i've had clients on the boat where we fish the magathy islands and there were some boys (laughs) tending to their crab pots emptying out their pots putting fresh fresh bunker in there yeah and seeing an eight foot uh bull shark roll and we caught like a 24 inch rock right off like the magathy island point yeah, and they, and they were in no water. Dude, they were getting away from the fish. But crazy. they were eating still they at the same time. I you mean, got to think there's maybe, and I'm not getting too scientific with it, but there, there has to be some like symbiotic relationship between these two species that are like, oh, man, like man. this dude's drumming up this stuff. I'm going to get right behind it. And eat My right, experience right, right, right. has always been when they show up, the fishing shuts down. Which ones? Dolphins? Dolphin. Yeah. When dolphins show up, though, Porpoise. When you can, if you can get where they can't get, I, I've noticed that it, you can catch the hell out of fish. Man, I... And it, it, it blows my mind. It really does. But Because right. you think they be, they're just running for the life, but, but when they get up there, they're still going to eat. I was in a very eat? shallow cove of a, of a certain island. and Poplar Island. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to give up the ghost, man. I feel, I'm, I'm I feel like Steve just throws names out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, like I, I'm not going to give up oh, this spot, man. You want to listen where to some juice, man. Yeah, I, I mean, ain't giving it to look, you. Look, where we fish is... is uh, it's. It's known to a certain point, and it's spent. It's taken generations for us to get to this point, and well, I don't want to. I don't want. I agree. I don't want people. There's blood, sweat, and tears that have been involved. You, you're in. welcome. Yeah, everyone's welcome to come down and do your thing, man. Yeah, I'm I don't with want you. people Just to sit there and it. listen to us and feel like we're elitist and like, oh, we know these spots. Go out there and enjoy it. Poplar Island holds a lot of fish. But also, <laughs> it's you, a beautiful place. Yes. Use your blood, sweat, and tears, and your right. your frustrated days Ooh, to find these places that. We have found and worked for. All right, we're back. I spilled beer on my microphone. Full disclosure. <laughs> they love it. They love this, it. This, this, this button. <laughs> and then we stopped for dinner. Now we're back. So you're welcome. Everybody's got a full belly. We had French dip. French dip. That was good. It was really good. It was good. Yeah, I appreciate it, huh? Yeah, we double dipped. It's a oh. thing. I think where we <laughs> lovingly left off was the Gulf Coast fish kill with the unprecedented 120-year storm that they've had, and how that may affect them versus what should we, what should they do versus what we do. What can they really do? There's nothing they can do. <laughs> I mean, they can do whatever they want. You know? <laughs> they, I mean, the only thing you can do is just is, wait. And the same thing we did. We we had to wait. We, you we can waited. wait. You can decrease the number of days you can fish. You can decrease the size uh, of the fish. You can decrease the number of fish. You historically, can I think they've actually done that with the. Those are the three. Yeah, those are the three things you can do. You say that, but then again, like we went from that one year where everything was killed. I fished the Outcasters, and and it was uh, what year was that? Six, seventeen, maybe. I don't know. The last year, the red trout. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So anyway, so um, anyway. so we, we we fished that year and we we caught God hundreds of trout that day. 
and it was they were all twelve spikes. inches. They yeah, they were all spikes. And all we had, all we could do was wait until those spikes I'm... made it went into something. And you had your mutants. You had you had some for certain fish. And I, I think that uh, Chris Bush did a thing on speckled trout right. back in the day. And there's certain ones that just they explode uh, size wise. And I don't know if it's to save the fishery. I don't know if it's to uh, like a, a genetic thing where it's like, well, so shit. no different than humans. Some are taller than others. So you 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 go from two foot to <laughs> to five foot in a year. That was called fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, was doing but like, ninth grade, but, so. it, but let's just say like all all of your all of your spawning stock is gone. So yeah. they have like a, a few genetic mutants. Literally, it's, uh, not all. No, nobody is claiming they have lost all. They've right. lost some, I've, and that's that's. I, a, I think it's a significant amount because they said most of the fish this floated. This has been happening I, 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 forever. But, but my sure. thing is, Maryland, sure. you had the power plants, you had the hot ditch, you had but certain places that saved these fish. How's there? How's there a sixteen-pound trout versus a three or four, which is a nice fish these days? Because the biggest detriment to these fish is nope. not a cold winter. Nope. Nope. It's people that harvest these mushy fish. Yes. Nope. If you want bigger <laughs> speckled trout, the key so is to at, stop answer, killing them. Answer me this question. How many how many sixteen pound trout have you caught? None. Seven. Okay, so Seven. listen to me. How many eight pound trout have you caught? Eight pound trout? I don't weigh these fish. So because I don't keep so them. So I think it's I think when you go for a big thirty now wait, it's now wait. It's now wait. I'm no, waiting. Wait, wait, listen, listen. So l- listen to what I'm saying. So I'm asking questions because how, how many, let's just say 26 to 29 is trout have you caught? This year was probably the best year for that. Okay. So, so did you catch them all in one time or did you catch them spread out through different areas? I had two really good days. Uh, but you fished the same Where area. it was like one after another after you, another after ex- another. Exactly. So my point is, so I really think that these fish don't hang out. If you're going to, if you're going to go to an area and you start catching 16 pound trout or i'm sorry 16 i do not target trout okay so i'm not a great example i'm just saying yeah. so if you go to a spot and you catch 16 inch trout and you catch 16 inch trout and you keep catching 16 to 17 18 inch trout you're not going to catch a 22 25 28 inch trout with the that school so the days that you have found these fish and you said it earlier today steve don't you point at me <laughs> i'm like go ahead go ahead you, you said that you had a day where you you had a 26, right. 27, 28, whatever else. It's a very specific... I feel like you have to find that school, number one. Number two, I feel like those schools are different than... Well, I, I also presume... So So there was a pretty good thing I keyed in on this year in a certain spot in the Magathie that... <laughs> I'm sorry, Magathie folks and Western Shore folks. It was, it's all in jest, babe. <sighs> but... I keyed in on the thing, and it was it was until the water reached a certain temperature, just like a rockfish will breed in a certain temperature. So I'd have the very beginning of a tide, and I would have the guys roll up in. So you can tell your speckled trout by your dudes that are drumming versus mm-hmm. the non-drummers, which are typically larger and female. Mm-hmm. So you'd have the very top of the tide. You would have your males roll in and then give it another half an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, and you have your your females coming in, which were larger, and you could tell, obviously, they were thick with row. So I think your timing's impeccable, but you have to key in on these spots that are specifically, that whatever they like, the condition, whether it's salinity, whether it's temperature, so, whether it's bottom, whatever, for them so, to key in on two So spots. was that spot, was that what spot I'm someplace that, you fished over and over and over and over again, and all of a sudden... But, the, the, or is this a new the, spot that she fished? No, this is historic a spot that's not totally 
unknown, but we weren't targeting trout that day. So the specific time of year that we caught them, it was not expected. But I think we keyed in on the spawn because every fish we caught were large and thick with rope. Not not this year. I'm yeah. talking when we caught that those big. And this fish. was right. what, like late May, early June. No, no. This was because <laughs> usually that's this, the this, first. This was Halloween. Yeah, but Halloween, Halloween the thirty first. Correct me if I'm wrong, but usually the the most row laden ones it's are June. that it's June. June. That first and, row, and late this, May, the, June. The, the bite that I kept, that I keyed in on, yes, that was what it was. But so, it was also there was the, a very specific water temperature that they hit mm-hmm. that they were like as soon as it hit that they were gone. So you would, the catch, reason, you would catch smaller fish, little grunters, and all that stuff. The reason why why I asked those. about the whole were you fishing a new spot or whatever else is because. Um, if you follow the speckled truth or you follow whoever else, and I'm not saying that that pertains to Chesapeake Bay because it's two different fisheries, Texas versus Chesapeake Bay. Right. But um, those bigger fish are going to act differently. They're going to be in different water than the 16s and 17s and up to 20s, I guess you could say. Right. So was there something different you did that day that you caught those big fish? So the, the big fish we caught this year, we were catching them on like quarter ounce at the heaviest jig heads. On the bottom. On the bottom, and I think when when we caught these Slow. fish, it was in no, that was just a typical retrieve this How year. How deep? I'm not telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, I mean, so How deep? 18 inches to four feet deep is what we saw on it. So after, before the biggest fish we caught were in like 18 feet, fast moving water on one ounce jig heads and big and big baits and big baits. <laughs> So the, the two... There's only one. There's only one person that were out there that can confirm that or deny that. Either. But my thing is that, like, like you got to understand that, the, the, and I think I've learned it through the years. And, I, and this is just me fishing versus like he fishes different than I. Hooker fishes different than I do. You fish different than I do. I don't fish anymore. I run a boat. Yeah. So that's why I don't guide. So um, you can. I'm just, just no, saying. No. So my point is, I feel like the bigger fish have always been either. By themselves, I'll, ca- I'll I'll be fishing and fishing. All of a sudden, it's a big fish, right? Or it's a bunch of big fish together, right? And never with if I'm catching fourteen to eighteen inch fish, right? I'm not going to catch a big fish. But I think that's the old adage: like, do you leave fi- leave fish to find fish? If you're catching a, a twenty inch rockfish, for say, are you going to leave it to go find thirty inch? Absolutely. Rockfish? But that's what I'm saying. Like, but the thing is, you might. Pick a couple of runs that rolled in on a certain tide, looking for these broads. So, is it the major? So, this is <laughs> a whole a different whole, conversation. Whole, is it? <laughs> now you've been with you've been with me at certain times where that was a perfect, almost to the minute, proven thing. Yes. And at other times, it's like well, I don't know. Yeah. So, but I were mean, you in that right spot at the right time? So, the, and that, and it's so that and this is why I love fishing versus hunting because why are you so quiet? I don't need to talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is why I love fishing because you don't know what's going to be. It, it, it's the, the, and again, same with hunting, too. People that, that hunt can assimilate to this, too. Like, it, <clears throat> you're you're a hero one minute, the next you're nothing. And right. it's just, it, it's the most humbling activities that you can right. participate in. But most I will times, say that you're, what you call hunting is Eastern, East Coast hunting. Right, which is very different than West. Oh, oh that's God. another. Time. So, a East Coast guy talking about West. Coast. Yeah, but when I went out not there, West, man, no, not West Coast. We're talking or Western, Western mountain hunting, if you will. It was. Uh, it's totally different. You're from yeah. the Eastern Shore. I, 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 I get now, it. This is my. This, last year was my inaugural year doing it, but it is. It is talk about humbling. It is extremely. I love and, to do it. I the, want to do it. The effort that you expend doing it to come up totally empty-handed is like. 
I mean, you're nothing. You're you're a whale shit. It's you know? not if you get crushed. It's how often you get crushed and how often you're willing to come back from it. Because you, you will find your end. If you're not going for the experience, you're you've already lost. Like <clears throat> if you're going to expect, like, well, X Y Z in this this area, there's been this men this many killed in the last however long. And you go out there like, well, this is a, it's a viable zone. Well, yeah, cool. Well, it might be a weather turn or a well, moon phase. Or as something. this is a later podcast, yes, it is. We're yeah. still we're, we're gonna have a whole podcast. We're on still it. on the fact that yeah, we're so stay to, tuned, everybody, please, because we're gonna get to it. As we're this get to as it. this podcast has been pretty much geared toward much fish, quote unquote. <laughs> but the whole thing too, like this, this is, this is so, supposed to be an introduction to us. It, it we're really like, hey, was, man, let me tell you about moon phases, majors and minors, and. I promise, I, I promise everyone that it, it will be a very much more <laughs> direct conversation if you've listened, later. If you've listened this long, I mean, like, good on you. <laughs> thank you know God. I mean? Thank you. Right. Appreciate yeah. you. And the thing is, like, we're going to try and do this as much as humanly possible. Um, this is really just feasible a, for us. Yeah, this, this is just is, to kind of get a feel for the three of us. And to get a feel for the, like, uh, we fired this whole roadcaster up. Wizard board, brother. About an hour and a half <laughs> ago. <laughs> so we're just talking and having a good time. But, so what I'm saying is, back to what we've been basically focusing on these mushfish, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> He's changed his whole vernacular in 24 uh, yeah, hours. But, <laughs> so, what, what do you, how do you separate big fish from small fish? Because now we're talking big we, or quality. Because you might have like an 18 inch fish that's like that's water, fish. water and all outside. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying. Any, anything what was over, your qualifier for it? Anything over 20 inches. Uh, again, I don't. I, I will walk you through how I approach it. I am not a speckled trout. Um, but you do well with it. I'm not a speckled trout targeter, right? But what <laughs> I will do if I go up to a point or up to a. a a place of interest. Let's say I'm going up to an island that has a point. In the Magathy. In the Magathy. <laughs> and the tide okay, is... let's bring it south, fellas. I mean, Poplar <laughs> Island is plenty south. Yeah. I mean, that's the same So fish if, if I'm pulling up to a piece of structure, land-based, not, not metal or anything crazy like that, soil... Right, yeah. so I'm looking at it, and I'm looking, I'm looking at it from a distance. First of all, because I think the from the, a distance, I think the biggest, <laughs> I think the if you want to catch trout and something other than schooly rockfish, the first thing you do is don't run straight up on the sod bank because so your rockfish are going to be the first thing you catch because they're you've already the run bank. over all the good yes, fish. You're 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 on the the rockfish are on the bank. Right. And your travel are going to be out on the outside of that right. whatever current you see. So, so like, uh, stream of consciousness for me, driving through, and I've got, I've got my list of spots to hit based on certain conditions, just like anybody else that fishes our area. Pull up to spot A. You're looking at it from a distance because... How dare you talk about spot A? <laughs> you pull up to it and you're like, all right, is the tide running? What is the, what is the water quality? Is it clear? Is it dirty? Is it is it stained and you know what I mean? Does it have stuff in it, or is it just kind of dirty? And this right? is something that can be totally massive, in it? totally made or are broken by the tidal cycle. So right. like you yeah. have an outgoing versus incoming, it might be a totally different area in six hours. So you're pulling up on it, and you can if you pay attention to the water and the way it runs around a point, you will see a seam in it when you pull up, and you you will see where the water goes from. 
a little nervous. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. No? No, you said semen. I'm just... Hey, semen you want me it. to stop? No, you said semen. No, just keep talking. You said semen it. Semen <laughs> You see semen it. You see see a seam in it. This, 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 will be, this will be a common theme, unfortunately. Yeah. You guys are going to have to ride, the, ride will, the roller coaster with us. You will see, you'll see the land, and then you will see just ripply water, and then you'll see a slick... Anybody that's fished with me, we call Ribbon. it nervous water, and yeah. you know what I'm talking about when but, you see it. But there will be a like a like a seam mm-hmm. of slick water, yes. and it will not necessarily follow the the bank. Right. It will go off in maybe a somewhat different direction. Most of the time, I find that that seam is following that secondary bank. Right. Right. So if you run over that seam, sometimes it'll have a little bubble trail in it. Sometimes well, it'll have a little a little froth. Some some may call it the shaving cream. Also, nowadays. You gotta understand that also the erosion of the islands and people don't see it. It's the old old bank. The old the secondary drop. That's what I'm saying. And and and, and 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 people don't understand that, like, oh, you see what you see. Yeah. But also a hundred yards off of that is right. where it actually drops off. And a lot of times there's really scary oyster shell banks there too, so you don't want to go too close to I could it. I could rattle off a bunch of different islands or points or whatever right. I'm not going to, but what I'm saying is is if it, if there's one thing I could say to where if you want to catch something other than a rockfish and you're throwing lures, it's to back off, take a look at it, look at the way the tide is running across that that point or that structure. The outside of everything you see. Everything yeah, you're and, looking at, the, the aggressive, look outside that. Work I mean, it slow, and the last yes. thing you want to do is catch a rockfish on the bank. Another the last thing, thing you want to do is catch a fish under the, under the cut bank. Another thing, if you roll up on a point that looks really fishy with the nervous water, with the seams, with all that stuff, and you see other boats on it, don't necessarily assume that those that boat knows what they're doing. They don't. Right. They, they might be out sunning their boobs or something. Who knows? Well, there's there's is, also so much to be gained from going to a spot that looks right and just sitting there for a minute and being quiet. And just watching. There's watching the water. If it's not working that spot and you're like, man, I know I've seen fish here or something like that, give it a little bit. Yeah. Like if you're on like the end of a tide or something like that, give it a little while. Just because your tide says it's ending at 2 p.m. doesn't mean it's actually So let ending. me ask this. What's your favorite time to fish for trout? What's your favorite tides? What part of tides? Let, let's take the moon things out of it. Let's just say you you're have incoming alcohol. No, no. We're taking moon things out of it. Right. Incoming, outcoming, what's your favorite trout tides? So, typically, in the hot months, it's given given up too much information, but typically in your warmer months, I like an incoming tide. Mm. Typically, in your cooler months where the water's cooling down, I like an outgoing tide. Now, with that said, I don't, I think it's, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I think any of this stuff where your mud's warming up on a low tide, yeah. I think it's that cooler water. And I'm not even saying that the fish, I specifically would. trout, I'm not saying they're sitting on, not sitting on a secondary ledge. People that have fished with me or that I've talked to about it that have, you know, need some information or whatever, anywhere is a secondary ledge. That doesn't mean that fish is swimming, you know, two miles to get to where it is given any no, given tide. No. They might be a hundred yards off of whatever. Right. So I, for warm water stuff, I think an incoming tide, depending on your time of year and if there's a spawn happening or what, I think a incoming tide for trout specifically during the warmer months is where you need to be. What about you? I think, I mean, I don't want to belabor the point, but I try and put myself in a position where there are fish. I'm not really looking for a specific fish, but... 
anywhere that it's different, right? So if it's hot, you're looking for something cooler. So right. that would be the incoming tide, With bringing cooler deeper water on. running up onto a flat. If it's later in the year, then you're looking for outgoing tide because that water's been up on the mud warming up. You hear my dogs in the background right now. Um, you're looking Brooks. for water running off of the marsh that's been in shallow, muddy water. Yeah. So it's warmer water running down into a, and it's flushing nutrients and food out. Right. Right. If you're, if you're looking for, I feel like a lot of times fish aren't that much different than say deer. They're looking for an edge. You're looking for a transition. They're looking for where one thing meets another, right? Cause they're ambush predators. Most of them. Mm-hmm. Most of the fish that we're fishing for are not cruising. Like cobia is a, looking is an ex- for the cobia the, the is least, an offshoot the least, of that. The least energy to yes. eat. But, but cobia, I mean, t- taking cobia out of, I mean, typically you have to target them after almost like a pelagic fish, which they are. Right. You're they're a little atypical of what we typically see. In I'm, our... Yeah, I'm looking for structure. I'm looking for water moving over structure. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for bait in the area. I'm looking for in the colder months, warm water moving into cold in the. <sighs> <laughs> in the summer months, cold water moving into warm. Right. So right. I'm looking all year round when I'm fishing for trout. I'm looking for quick sass. Is this a sublime song? What, what is, is going, going on here? Is that, so, is that a Lou Dog? Lou Dog on there? All, like year round, <laughs> man. all year round for speckled trout, I'm looking for quick access for deeper water yeah. in the bay. Right. But I'm also looking for last the outgoing, first the incoming. Mm-hmm. It's in it, yeah. most of the time it, it kind of dies down but, in between. But you have to watch your, I mean, that's where, not to get specific, super specific, but that's where your tidal coefficient starts because your current versus your tide is significantly yeah. different, especially in our tidewater area of, yeah, oh, not, yeah. not oh, Virginia yeah. specifically, but tidewater, anything that's tidal on the eastern shore here with not specifically man made structure or a, a lot of lack of actual hard bottom, speaking like oyster yeah, rock yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. I mean, you got to keep in mind, we're approaching this as people who have a lot of time to fish. Right. Sure. Right. So, mm-hmm. like, if you have a nine to five with limited vacation, you and, go fish. Yeah, you go fish whenever. You're not. You're not going to wait for the moon to be in the seventh phase of of Sagittarius or whatever the hell you're looking for. I don't this know. guy. The age of Aquarius. <laughs> I don't man. pay attention no, to any of that, man. Way. I don't. I don't deal I, with I, the moon think, phase stuff. I think I certain times it's, it's important. I mean, these winter tides where it keeps the tide kind of low. Like last night, we had a full moon. And um, do you mean, know how often the, t- the that stuff is correct down at the tunnel? Almost never. Well, I mean, you got three foot of tide some days. Almost you know? never. But the thing, I mean, you have certain attributes where people are like, well, they don't. If it's a if it's a full moon, they don't feed during the day because they've been eating all night because it's bright. Well, that's bullshit. Fish, big fish have to eat it's a bullshit. lot. I mean, their their expenditure of calories. Well, here that we go, comes, that comes back like, to your majors and your minors because let's just say. Midnight. Let's to give an example. Midnight was your full moon. If you don't know what so, we're talking about, major minors. I don't want to get into the minutia of it, but like, the, go search what a major minor is. It is right. It's it's above and below. I and know, but it's there's a couple of days, so you want to make sure that you're yes the listeners, yes. not us. So it doesn't have to be midnight, right? When when the moons a full moon's directly above, right? It, 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 it's going to happen. It's it, like it, it, full full moon yesterday was like six p.m. You're bigger. I, I do believe. So, I, I do believe your bigger <laughs> anyway, fish... Anyway, listen to you Bet Shit podcast, that's what they do, I don't know. I do believe your bigger <laughs> fish do feed on majors and minors. I, 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 I believe it. Right. I, and, and I just, mean, you're, you're an authority. I mean, the, the shit you catch is 
significant. So, I mean, so I'm, I'm with you. But I also get... I, I hate you. So, <laughs> but I can also say that I've, I've caught fish all day. It doesn't matter. True. You can catch fish all day. Well, I think what's important to think of is, too, like if you're fishing super skinny water with all the attributes that you're looking for, a flood tide on a grass flat, cool, but you're fishing it at noon in July or August, like you're looking at 85 degree water. Like get the hell out. Now, I've caught trout to 87 degrees, but again, I think I trapped. You're not not fishing your warm water outflows. Right. I usually give up on the shallows once the water is consistently over 80. Yeah. And when I say shallows, when, when my shallows is... Two feet. Right. That, that's my shallow. Yeah. If I'm if I'm going deep for trout, it's seven to ten, and that's those secondaries as we talked about before, honey. Those secondaries <laughs> that drop off to seven to eight feet. Sure. And fish those the same and, and way I, think, I would. And again, you, if you look at a crazy tide cycle where you have two and a half feet of tide for the sake of argument, they might be down on the third third of dairy ledge. Yeah, I mean, the third of dairy. Find that deep, find that deep <laughs> hole when it's when the water yeah. temps ninety three degrees. Because I mean, moved, your, your I mean, surface, just... your two feet of t- your two feet of surface might change ten degrees on Correct. a tide cycle, and you may have like a constant sixty something down at twenty feet. So Correct. That's and when it, when the water gets that damn hot, go Kobe fishing. That's right. <laughs> Back to cobia fishing. And that, that some odd change on the way. But. I do enjoy the cobia fishing. And, and honestly, down that way, when I go fishing down there, I never, ever, ever go with a plan to catch one fish. I will yeah. go with at least three different plans. It'll be cobia, spades, and reds, or cobia, flounder, and Spanish, or whatever. But so, you never, uh, ever, are, are ever... Are you strictly... What are you looking at on me? That's I'm looking at your little poofy. God. And, so are, and your your cute pocket. Thanks. So, um, are you strictly Bay? What? Have you been Have you been doing? I ocean mean, at he's all? he's Leslie's Bay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you been doing bay. Ocean at all? Have you messed with Ocean City or anywhere out nope. that way? Haven't done it. Every time I go to Ocean City, I regret it, man. Like I, I like I think there is a time to fish that area that will remain nameless. And it ain't the song. Yes, and, I, and you saw FaceTime, that was was phenomenal. What this year, doing? it sounds sexual. Oh. <laughs> um, so Ocean City, God, you know, just, fish. I, yeah. I cannot wait we, for this year. I can't. I can't wait for this year. I hope that's a repeating pattern. Oh. I just think it's. And we we talked to a cow, uh, We talked to Chris Wilson oh, about that specific I thing. I just about picked that? up what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... But I'm also saying, like... So, I will say, um, if the weather trend continues, I think that you will continue to see more southern species. But I think that was... I I think that particular thing was a heartbreaker for you because there was no way that you were going to do anything, unfortunately. There was nothing I could do. Do you want to talk about it? No. We're going to do that on the next one? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, we're we're gonna give that another year, and then we'll yeah, we, have, we have we have a whole year, a whole year. We're about to. So we're at we're coming up on an what an hour and a half, hour and a half, baby. Oof. All right. So this was uh, hopefully not so painful introduction that hurt me deeply <laughs> to the three of us. <laughs> Talking about Magathy River that way. It, it, Woo! The the goal here was to introduce you guys to us, introduce you guys to the podcast Eastern Shore podcast um it was everywhere it really was everywhere the so, eastern shore cast excuse me i screwed eastern, that up eastern, eastern shore, shore cast do you even know what we're doing here i have no idea where am i at this point no <laughs> i know so you're in my house and i don't want it anymore <laughs> i have an idea i have an idea so like there's a uh 
Uh, apologies, take backs, and compliments. Do you guys want to do that part of it? Apo okay. Yes, I do. Okay. And, yeah. and corrections. Sure, sure. All right. Kyle? What, are, what am I apologizing we, we can, for? We can go another five minutes. Why'd you, you, come, why'd you come to me first? You, apologies, you... compliments, or take backs. I hate you. <laughs> That's not an apology. <laughs> compliment. That might be a compliment. I mean. um, I'm not really taking anything back. Uh, no apologies. and So he's not participating at all. Okay. I'm not, no, he, he wasn't here for the other side. I, 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 apolo I apologize back. for I'm taking furniture that we were time. everywhere. That we were everywhere. I do apologize. I think we, apo we apologize I think, to I each other, we, not the listeners. I, I'm not apologizing to anyone here. So <laughs> I apologize that we, that it wasn't like a more direct thing. I promise you that in future podcasts it will be more direct and more on one focus. And if there's um, anything that anybody wants to hear, like get a hold of us. Like you know the social media outlets. Like let's do this. Yes, absolutely. David, um, take backs. Apologies or compliments? I compliment both of you two gentlemen. Nice on uh, on your skills and uh, wherewithal to carry on an intelligent conversation mm -hmm. while being recorded. That's something you haven't done since you had to. Uh, I did nothing. This yeah. is I, I did nothing compliment. great here. Yeah, <laughs> since you had to make a statement in your last, uh, you know, time at court. Yeah, that's the last time you had. Oh my god! <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> God, like, no, no, for real. I think this is the first time all three of us have done this, uh, so it's it's been cool. Um, no, I'm I'm good, man. I'm looking forward to some other, you know, some other podcasts and some more specific conversations. Yes, we, sure. yeah, we we definitely need to be more specific. Not to be a dead horse, but Final again, anything, anything, anybody listening, any if you have anything to say or like comp, even if it's terrible, like tell us. Who cares? I mean, we're just having some fun. Doesn't matter what you think anyway. Just kidding. We, we love you. We love you. It definitely it, got better in the last half of the conversation. So, so I want to pay all of us a compliment for getting like our shit together and actually doing this. Because I it promise for a while. you, an hour and a half to two hours ago, we just bought the headphones to listen to the shit. It, it so showed, it, this stuff showed up yesterday, so here it is. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think take packs. I really harped on uh, the Magathy River pretty hard tonight. Um, so there's I'm a sorry. lot of fish there. There's a lot of and fish there's there. a lot of money there too. I mean, anybody that wants to give up the pension or whatever, let's figure it out. You know, I just want to live on the water for it. It's all good. I think the main thing is is we're going to talk about a lot of places that we are picturing in our head and don't want to name them because it is a special place for us. Yeah. And it is every year getting fished a little harder and a little harder. And I think, unfortunately, as the fishery continues to degrade in the upper bay, uh, we're, we're going to see more pressure in our backyard, which, you know... As long as it's handled in a you know a chivalrous way, you know, and it's it's handled in a way that is uh, respectful to everybody, I'm okay with it. Uh, but my experience has been is once you get away from these waters, it can tend to get a little contentious. Yes, out there. So if you do see us wave from a distance, <laughs> and uh, you know. I, I don't, we, be friendly, we, but it's it's just about. I mean, anybody that fishes the outflow, it's the same thing. Like, wait your turn and let's all float this together and just be cool. Now, you know? also, I want everyone to understand that it's not just a fishing podcast either. We're gonna do hunting. Yes. We're gonna do your basic bullshit every day kind of thing, and yeah. it, and it's you know bow tuning, yeah. bow bow hunting yeah. out west hunting. Y'all did y'all did the, the elk thing, which you touched on a little bit. 
we'll talk uh, about we'll, that. We'll talk about. Um, I mean, it's not going to just be fishing. Carry. It's going to be concealed carry. It's going to be. We have all Rifles kinds of stuff and, to talk about. Yeah. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day. <laughs> and that's. And that's a great way to end it. I think. I think so. We can so, put it on the outro. I'll figure out how to edit between now and whenever that and get out. and get copyrighted. All right. So <laughs> in in closing, um, we do we are all involved in, on different levels. Some of us participants, some of us officers, some of us volunteers, some of us all kinds of things. Uh, the chair, ta- chair people. Yeah, the Tangier Classic is a fishing tournament that is held every year. Last weekend of September in uh, Crisfield, Maryland at the uh, American Legion right there on the post, water. Post 16 for all them followers. Yeah, right there on Darty Creek. Um, you know, right on the back step of uh, Tangier Sound. And we'd like you guys to come and uh, participate. We raise money for uh, the last two years. It's been what? 10, 10 seconds? You tell me 10 seconds? 10 seconds, baby. All right, no, so we can go. We'll say your piece. We raise we'll another two hours. We raise day. money for people. The last two years, it's been a child that had some kind of medical need. Uh, one year, it was a, a child that needed a service animal to help him with his uh, diabetes. Uh, last year, it was a child that needed help with his medical bills for a rare NF1. Form, NF1, yes. I, I, I've, won a, I've worn a... A wristband fighting, fighting since, for yeah. fighting for Frank since last year. I've not taken off since that tournament. And yep. it shows. And yeah. It used to be blue, and now it's brown. Yeah, it's good there. <laughs> and both of these kids are from families from the Eastern Shore. We really try and find uh, companies to help support local folks that are local businesses. To, you know, to try and keep the money local and and help things. Help them through tough times. So, although it, this podcast is not affiliated with the tournament, we're participants and we're also chair folks, and um, we really appreciate anybody that wants to listen or come out and fish it. Just come out and have some fun. That's all we do. It yeah. really is. And, and, and as someone that's not on the chair, um, you're on a chair, but not the chair. I'm on a chair, but not the chair. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm, I'm just a participant, and I'm telling you, every year is a good time. It's three days versus two versus the weekend, whatever else. You can pick whatever days you want to fish. Two days of, plus a lay day. You plus decide. two days plus a lay day. So you can Great pick food. whatever in the good food, good times. They have cornhole tournaments. I mean, good times. And like I said, why not do it? I mean, just come yeah. on out. Tangier Classic, last weekend of September. Um, come fish it, raise some money, help some people, win some money maybe. Come hang out with us. Hey, that Play is some the cornhole. Re- Play yeah. some cornhole. Bring your boat so we can judge it. <laughs> Park it. <laughs> we, Let Car- us all watch you try and dock it in the wind. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> get just come out, come out and watch oh. Carter dock my boat because he tried it last year and it was not working at all. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there might be a scar in mine. It's all right. It's a working girl. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Kill this thing. All right, everybody. See you, baby. See you. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>